Welcome to this bonus episode of Goats and Dragons, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Please be warned, this podcast contains adult situations and language that may not be suitable for children. In fact, we try our best to be unsuitable for people of all ages. You're welcome. Three, two... And we're live. (laughs) 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 Hello, and welcome to Goats and Dragons, sort of. Uh, We're doing a one-shot tonight called the Gatbutin incident (laughs) uh, on the stream for Helpful Go Gaming. Um, Yeah, we're playing Dungeons and Dragons, a game of shared storytelling where I try to kill my friends. Uh, I'm Andrew Gilbert, the benevolent dictator of Helpful Goat Gaming, but tonight, I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master. And I'm not alone. With me are some dear friends who love D&D, Adam, playing the human ranger Venick. Hi, everybody. Darcy, playing the Azamar warlock, and me. Hello. Elise, playing the halfling ranger Pippa. Hello, hello. And TJ playing the half-elf paladin, Ramsey. I'm ready for my close-up, Mr. DM. (laughs) (laughs) Podcast, there's no such thing as close-ups. All right. Uh, There are just a couple announcements before we get into it. Um, This is a one-shot. However, it does take place in the same world and around the same time as the goats and dragons main stream. Um, Which means if you're listening to the podcast, there actually might be theoretically, depending on what's going on and who they talk to some spoilers for later in, uh, in season one. Um, So just kind of heads up about that. Uh, So if you're listening to the podcast, be careful. Well, yeah, just be careful. Um, But it is a self-contained little uh, episode tonight with uh, characters that we're trying all on our own, and it should be fun. So let's begin tonight's Gatbooten incident with some music. So here is the story so far. It is fall, and many miles northwest of a particular ice tower that seems to have mysteriously formed out of the earth, the trees have painted their leaves dark red, bright yellow, and deep orange. Somehow, in the crisp air, the heat of war has come to a sleepy northern town in the country of Gaholnia. The Goholnian army has been marching toward the border of Wigmoles in order to face the Orcish invaders. A few days ago, the advanced force had made camp near the small town called Gatbuten, nestled among the colorful trees in a sloping valley. Many a soldier visit the town for a slice of civilization before the encroaching horrors of war. 
while many proprietors welcome the influx of coin and excitement, there have also been some troubles. There have been some scrapes with local creatures lately, and the military has had need of adventurers who like to keep things quiet and off the books. Because of this need, your small adventuring party has found some coin in the area. However, as more and more armored men and women pass through the small town, there are more reports of fights, thefts, and worse things. Till recently, you've kept your head down because the military paid decently, and, well, it's troublesome to get too involved. But since the Lord of Gatbuten has declared the law resides with the Gaholmian war effort, the atmosphere has grown a bit cramped for your taste. A couple of nights ago, an old, one-armed, traveling orc was nearly killed by some soldiers looking for an early fight. Luckily, you were there to defuse the situation and have stowed the orc away in a room in the back of the Snake and Drums tavern-slash-inn in town. Since you helped the proprietor kill some large rats in her basement, she's looked the other way on this matter and isn't charging for the stay. It seems, however, there is more trouble as you are supposed to meet this morning with a dwarf and his pregnant elven wife, who, for some reason, need to sneak out of the town and flee across the border into Shu Bedro. They are willing to pay handsomely, and this is just the kind of excuse you've been looking for to get further away from the troubles of war into the north. And as the morning bugles awake the soldiers in town, you make your way to the snake and drums to meet your counterparts. Belinia, the half-elven proprietor of the tavern, has unlocked her doors early and with a furtive glance ushers you inside. The tavern is old and had been converted from a church. The stables are connected to the back, and through the door by the end of the bar lies the rest of the inn that houses a few simple rooms. Sitting around a wooden table in front of a fire, the dwarf and elf look up to greet you. He is short, fairly fit, reddish hair and a full beard with a bit of gray here and there. The woman, hands on her belly, is beautiful blonde and looks much younger than her elven ancestry might suggest. They smile and breathe a small sigh of relief as you've all now ushered into the room. Belinia locks the door behind you. What is it that you would all like to do? Is Dunwillow the dwarf? The dwarf, yes. And Belle Ar Arnois? Is that her, her name? Yes, you've not actually met them yet. You don't okay. necessarily know that, but yes. Those are the the two sitting at the table in front of the fire. Well, as Greta, uh, she's just I, I walk straight up to the table um, and sit down, look around for any food, and if there's any on the table. Yeah, there's uh, some bacon that Belinia had brought out for them. Okay, uh, so Greta goes ahead and just snatches some of the bacon and starts munching it and looks around and is like, hello, everybody, just straight in. Oh, uh, that, that was our bacon. We were eating 
uh, some of that. Uh, oh, don't worry. I'm sure Belinia will bring us more. Uh, <laughs> and then this Belinia kind of nods to the rest of you and uh, starts toward the kitchen. Thank you. Uh, so, uh, Captain Everhard, um, also known as Ramsey, <laughs> um, will uh, be finishing up a conversation with Venek that they'd been having previously. And so I told him, bring me another boy. This one has burst. <laughs> Venek will very sternly nod, um, but he's clearly, I think, trying to get away from, from Ramsey. Um, he's going to head for the back room where... Um, that orc is he just wants to check yeah and make sure that he's still there okay yeah that would be kind of more the in part there uh so so dunwillow <laughs> looks to his his wife uh and is uh, all of a sudden gravely concerned and he sort of sigh of relief that they had had upon your entrance has disappeared a bit now um as they look around at this sort of motley crew uh, and what is it exactly that they see uh, for example, Pippa slash Greta, uh, please describe yourself a bit. Okay, so Pippa is her name, but gr- she's currently in a disguise as Greta. Greta is her kind of alternate self, and Greta is um, a hassling woman. She has lots of sh- uh, kind of bushy brown hair that's tied back from her face with like a very bright headband of like pink and purple and blue all kind of together. Um, and then her outfit is fine traveling clothes uh, with lots of like ribbons and ties on it. And you can see um, again, like very flamboyant pinks and purples um, and silks and just very uh, lovely clothing. And she looks, uh, she has a, a heavy ring that she wears on a necklace around her neck that is clearly not meant for her hand uh, because it's much too large. It looks like it would fit a human man. Um, and it bears the seal of um, some noble. And uh, she is just happily sitting at the table, looking over her new dwarf and elf uh, friends because everybody is her friend and munching their bacon. <laughs> Lovely. Uh, and then Captain Everhart, how about you? Yes, yes. Uh, so um, when one looks upon Captain Everhart, uh, one would see, um, I would say probably shabby nobility is the best way to describe him. Um, he is in armor that looks like it was fine at one point, but it uh, has been sort of aged and tarnished with use. Um, he looks rather like um, sort of an 19th century uh scientist almost with a big walrus mustache and sort of graying hair um but uh if you look closely he does have um some strange features like a sort of pointed ears and almond shaped eyes that would suggest a youth about him that is not quite human um but he is a big big fellow uh and he is uh sort of puffing his chest out and uh surveying the scene as uh, he walks into this uh fine establishment Excellent. Enmi Enmil. So Enmi is standing just slightly outside the group. She's very beautiful, very cold looking with um, light blonde hair and has almost like a, not a tiara, but kind of a, like a head, like almost like a headband kind of with jewelry 
and she's wearing uh like uh her dress is high necked and it's made out of looks like black raven feathers and she is standing there kind of surveying the room looking around like she's the per- kind of person that looks like she's always smelling something bad she's <laughs> kind of looking down her nose and she has a a raven on her shoulder and she's looking around and she just looks at the raven on her shoulder and you hear her whisper grandfather a dwarf and an elf how interesting Uh, and a couple of you notice that when the raven moves quickly there's a small trail of black smoke uh, around it but it does seem to be perched pretty firmly on Enmi's shoulder and then Venek as you're uh, leaving the room what do do they see here? Uh, Venek is a tall, muscular human with uh, shoulder-length black hair and uh, piercing green eyes. His demeanor is, is, is definitely kind of uh, stiff, um, kind of severe. Um, he's, 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 he's a very serious man, especially right now. He, he um, looks vaguely unsettled by something. Um, he uh, is decked out in uh, darkish, <laughs> the classic, you know, brooding darkish ranger uh, getup yeah. of uh, dark traveling clothes, um, some scale mail, and um, <clears throat> a couple of hand axes, a quarter staff, and uh, but a notable feature is that he is he he dons a uh, a necklace of of teeth and fangs from uh, from creatures that he's killed, uh, presumably. You would presume that upon looking at him. He definitely projects a sense of, I killed a bunch of things, and these are their teeth. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, all right. Um, Sir Dunwillow and, and Belle uh, seem a little bit more concerned uh, as, as they've gotten a better look at all of you now, uh, and Dunwillow seems he, he leans into to you, Greta, uh, and says, uh, <clears throat> "So, so the matter at hand. I had Belinia contact you. I was. We just we kind of need to get north out of the country, away from the war effort quickly. My, as you can see, my wife is pregnant and." Uh, well, this is no place to have a, a baby. As soon as he says my wife is pregnant, and me just goes, huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Greta definitely like gives Enmi like a little bit of a look at this and uh, like leans into Dunwillow. And I say, oh, we know, dear. Uh, don't worry. We've been briefed on the whole situation We're we're ready to get you where you need to go. Oh, you you accept then. Ah. Uh. Well, I, and I turn and I kind of look at the group. Um, is Venick all the way at the door? Like when I turn and look. He would have gone to the door and kind of like peeked in or something. He might be kind of anxious to get through the door, but he's, he's kind of lingering halfway between you, you all and the door waiting for Belinia okay. to, to get back. 
as she does, she comes back out of the kitchen uh, and puts a couple more plates of bacon down and uh, smiles and waits there a second. Um, and then Dunwillow, oh, of course, and gets out a couple silver and hands it to her. She steps back and heads behind the bar again. Okay. Um, so I was, I was kind of turning to the group and making sure everybody was like on board with me. Cause I don't want to speak for everyone, but um, just kind of like looking for nods from people, <laughs> like kind of like eyeballing everyone, yeah. one person at a time, like, right, right. We're going to do this. Yeah. Venick would, Venick would give a, um, like the slightest of nods and like a shrug, like whatever. <laughs> uh, Captain Everhard would sort of step uh, beside you and say, absolutely, dear Greta, and sort of clap you on the back heartily um, and say, good man Dunwillow for paying for that bacon. I like that in a man. Oh. And me looks at a raven and then the raven looks around and nods quickly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then Greta turns back to uh, Dunwillow and I assume sees a little bit of concern still, given Indeed. that a raven just helped make a... <laughs> okay. um, and uh, she, like, I kind of lean in conspiratorially and I'm like, yes, they are always like this, but it's okay. We're very capable. Okay, okay. Oh, and good. don't mind the raven. As far as poultry goes, it is incredibly intelligent. <laughs> as an Azamar, I am a superior race, so you don't need to worry about me. Oh, okay. I think Greta would just laugh at that, like like trying to put everyone at ease, just like, oh, what a good joke, you know. <laughs> And there will be, which is very uncharacteristic, a slight look of unease as you say this um, uh, sort of like, uh, really? Um, but uh, it's replaced by sort of the jo- uh, jolly face of uh, Captain Everhard. Um, Venick will kind of motion Bolinia over toward him and kind of also gesture toward the door. How's our friend? Oh, he's uh, been quiet. Just fine. He's not made a peep. No trouble. No one's come looking for him or anything. Yeah, no trouble. Is the door unlocked, Andy? It is. Yeah. Would you like to go through it? Um. Yes, Venick would like to go through it. All right. Would I see this, or am I very engaged? What do we I, think No, I'd say Pippa. Yeah, Pippa sees Venick. Uh, step through the door there. Um, I can. I, I would turn to to Captain Everhard, and I'd say, "Ramsey, dear, would you go with Venick? Just oh, make yeah. sure." Yes, my love. Yes, uh, of course. And uh, you'll see uh, Captain Ramsey sort of raise himself and uh, sort of tromp on over to uh, uh, Venick, and he'll say, uh, "Dear Venick, uh, do you need any assistance there?" Yeah, right. And then Ramsey steps through the door as well. Uh, cool. So, uh, so Venick and Ramsey, as you step through the door, there's a small hallway that turns left uh, to another door. Um, and immediately you get the smell of kind of hay and a bit of manure. You're pretty sure that door leads to the stables. There's a torch at the end of the hallway giving off some light. And then there's a, a, a hallway off to the right uh, that seems to go to uh, bedrooms or uh, rooms for the inn. 
Uh, and then there's a few doors on the left here um, that you've never really been in, but um, but the, yeah, they look they don't look quite as nice or used as the uh, indoors to the right. So does Venick not know where the orc is being held? My my sense is that he he might know where to go. Yeah, Venick, you were drinking a little that night, but uh, it's probably this door. You think? Uh, just off to the to the left there. Yeah, I'd check that out. Uh, but right now, I see darkness. <laughs> yeah, you're a human. <laughs> There's very little <laughs> light in this hallway. <laughs> um, I guess I would light a torch. <laughs> All right, you've uh, lit your torch and are carrying that. You see, and me whisper to her raven on her shoulder and grand you see grandfather start to fly back towards where Ramsey and yeah there's a Benick. door there okay uh would you like to yeah i'll the, go open it the raven there was a door to to kind of okay so enemy opens the door for the, the raven yeah and then the raven okay. just <laughs> goes through and then she walks over to not at the same table as everyone, but she walks over to this other table, sniffs the air, and just sort of takes out a handkerchief and wipes things off. And then she sits down at the very edge of the chair. <laughs> All right. Greta looks over and is like, And me, do you want some bacon? No. <laughs> it's really good. I'm fine. No More for us. You'll hear uh, Ramsey sort of shout from the hallway. It is unspeakably toothsome, my dear. You should have some. <laughs> <laughs> just from the other room, Ramsey. Yes, yes. Just sort of idly. Captain, I'm uh, having some trouble recalling which room we put the orc in. Can you please help? <laughs> <laughs> Dunwillow leans into you then, Greta, uh, and says... Uh, the, um, is the, the money okay? Uh, I think we said 20 to get us out of town and 20 when we get to the border. Uh, DM, is this what was agreed upon? Is what Greta remembers? You're pretty sure it was 30 each? Okay, uh, can I, like, kind of get a read on Dunwillow? Like, see if I think yeah. he's trying to pull something or if he's just being, like, an honest mistake? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, give me an insight roll. First roll of the night. First roll of the night. All right, hang on, hang I on. Love Here it. we go. Oh. A six. A six. Uh, Dunwillow doesn't seem to be trying to pull one over on you. It might just be an honest mistake. Okay. Uh <clears throat> I I'll, I'll like glance at Enmi and then and and grand oh wait grandfather's in the other room so I'll glance glance at Enmi and then look back at Dunwillow and say now d- what was your name again sir uh, Dunwillow Dunwillow yes Dunwillow hello I'm Greta um it seems to me I, I seem to recall thirty uh gold was it gold you said yes gold full thirty gold pieces was the agreed upon price oh of course oh I'm so sorry yes uh. 30 to get us out of town and 30 uh, to get us to the border. Yes, dear. Yes. Oh, that would. Oh, yeah. No, that I, I can swing that in 30 each of you. 
not including the raven, I assume? I kind of glance at me and, like, shrug. <laughs> like, looking for her lead on that. Um, I just sort of nod. Okay. <laughs> I, whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, not including the raven. Actually, his uh, cost of living is quite low, if you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Uh, I had a pet bird when I was young. <laughs> not a pet. Oh, sorry, miss. I, I just, I just meant I. Yes. Okay. Sorry. We all just love the bird. Don't worry. And she kind of pats him on the shoulder. <laughs> I love it. All right, uh, Venick. Uh, Ramsey turns down the hall and then points at uh, this door right here that you believe um, the orc was put in. I believe the good old boy is in here, dear Venick, but uh, please be less abrasive than last time. I, I feel that he has been through a lot, rather. Uh, and at this, the, the door opens, and a old, uh, grizzled, war-beaten, uh, one-armed orc uh, with a shield slung on his back is standing right in front of you. Oh, yeah. Yes. Venick's hand would immediately have gone to his uh, his hand axe. So, and Captain Ramsey will say, uh, "My dear boy, how are you doing? Uh, we we have come to check on you. We we uh, have received orders for another part." Um, sorry. What 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 does it have to do with me? Uh, we were just checking as to your well being. I mean, I'm I'm doing better now. Uh, um, and Venick uh, and and Ramsey, you also notice kind of something a little odd. Uh, he's definitely been bandaged up, and and uh, but but for some reason it feels a little weird because he does only have one arm, and yet the bandages look really clean and well put, as if someone else maybe put them on. Who bandaged you? What? I I mean, I bandaged myself here. Uh, insight check on that one. <laughs> right, go for it. Ooh, a 20. Uh, you don't really know a ton about orcs, but that felt like a lie to you, Randy. Uh, so sort of in a conspiratorial but friendly manner, I'll, I'll sort of uh, put my hand on um, the orc shoulder and say, no, no, dear boy, th- there need be no secrets between us. Uh, we did help you after all. N- now tell us, if anybody has been giving you trouble or if you are, how shall we say... Uh, indisposed to another power, we would be inclined to help you. Just let us know. Uh, I mean, yeah, thanks. That's that's good. Uh, uh, and actually, with that insight roll, um, you caught a little bit of a something when he was when you asked him if someone else had been like when when Venick asked if someone else had bandaged him. Uh, Ramsey, you noticed that his eyes did sort of dart to the left of the door and then back. Uh, what is to the left of the door? You can't really see in past him very much. Um, but probably the dresser, maybe a chest or something over there. Uh, rightio. Um. Look, it was nice of you guys to help me out in the streets and all, but I mean, what, what am I supposed to do now? I can't, like, I can't go out there. There's so many of those Goholnia bastards 
just looking for orc blood. You know what I'm saying? That depends, orc. What brought you to Gatbooten anyway? I'm traveling. I'm trying to get home. What brought you here? Oh, we're just a band of sort of jolly rollickers going around the countryside trying to do what good we can. Would you want to come with us? I mean, we did prove somewhat salient in saving you, and where is home? Perhaps we could escort you. It might be on our way. I mean, I'm, I'd just be happy to get out of Gohonia, you know. You are more than welcome to travel with us, dear friend. Uh, the roads can be dangerous, and uh, oftentimes... Uh, the more the merrier as far as uh, traveling along lonely roads. Uh, you think you can get us out of here? Uh, without a doubt. At this, Ramsey will sort of uh, look at Venick and be like, we, we can't, right? Venick will stare a long moment at the orc and then glance at Ramsey and then look back at the orc, narrow his eyes, and then shrug and push back Ramsey to go back to the bar. Whatever your choice, dear boy, uh, do, do let us know. We will be setting out fairly soon. But uh, yes, uh, I would hate for any more harm to come to somebody who does not uh, deserve it, particularly a friend such as yourself after these last few days. And sort of he'll nod and uh, uh, go along with the little uh, push that Venick is giving him. All right. Uh, and you see the the raven, uh, enemy's raven, has been kind of following you as well, and it follows you as well uh, as the orc kind of nods and grunts a bit uh, and then closes the door again. Once Venik is back at the table, yeah. could I, like, ask how it went? Please. Yeah. Okay, so uh, Greta turns to Venik. Well, how is uh, our friend of orcish persuasion? What, wait, what? Dunwizzle oh. puts his hand up. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Did I say orc? <laughs> I didn't mean it. <laughs> you have, a, you have a, an orc friend here? Like, orc-ish. Kind of an orc. Orc-ish. Really, really what I mean is he's sort of big and beefy and turgid in all the right places, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yes. Orcish, bearish, wolfish, orcish. That's oh. not better. <laughs> uh, I didn't know. I did. I didn't know there. Uh, uh, and at this bell, she sort of steps in. It's. It is all right. It is fine. They can have as many friends of any different kind that they want, dear. And he ah. Uh, yeah, no, that's that's fine. Yeah, that's totally. I was, I was just, I was kidding. You know, you can have an orc friend. That's fine. <clears throat> I wouldn't call him our friend, but and he's and Venick will look at uh, Pippa slash Greta um, and say, "But he seems to be doing fine. If a bit cagey, he might have some secrets." And then I'll look at Ramsey um, for maybe confirmation of that? Because I know Venick didn't, I mean, I didn't make an inside role, so. Uh, you know, Ramsey will, will probably uh, wink at Venick and say, uh, speaking of a bit cagey, my dear friend, it, it is not necessarily a bad trait, and sort of make a roguish smile at him. 
Venick will frown at Ramsey. <laughs> but yes, yes, ev- everything is just fine. Uh, I invited him to accompany us, in fact, if he so wished. But uh, it depends on where he wishes to go. I would not want to force him, you see. Dunwillow raises his hand again. Uh, Greta definitely calls on him. <laughs> it's like, yes, Dunwillow. Uh, thank you. Yeah, when you say us, you don't you don't mean uh, us and emotions toward Bell and Dunwillow as well. Oh, absolutely, yes. Uh, I feel that, uh, especially if his hometown is in the same direction as that you are traveling, uh, it would be most efficient, don't you think? He's a fine fellow, and besides, I mean, he uh, he means well. Uh, that's not going to be a problem, is it? And he'll raise his huge caterpillary eyes at Dunwillow and uh, sort of uh, <laughs> let the question fly. I, I mean, you guys think you can sneak us out of town with a with a big-ass green orc in tow? I mean, it's up to you, uh, you, I guess. Just thought it might be a little harder. And me looks at him and says, are you really in a position to be judging who we help right now? I'm sure you could find someone else to sneak yourself and your wife out. (laughs) Look, I meant no disrespect. I was just sort of saying... Um, I just look at him with my eyebrow raised and also grandfather's looking at him too (laughs) and I must say rather well said dear Emily I mean we will help whoever wishes help yes Uh, I mean I feel like these are desperate times and one cannot be too safe on the road yes how does that make us safer I mean that we will attempt to help as many people as possible, and uh, we are capable of defending you if need be, and we are capable of defending the orc if need be, as we have proved. Uh, if, if, if this is an issue, please let us know now. I would not want to raise any ire, but it is, at least in my opinion, the best to do the most good for most people, yeah? Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean it's, it's whatever you guys think, yeah, I just... Uh, and the elven woman kind of puts her hand on his his hand. We have had trust issues uh, lately. Uh, more so him than I, perhaps, but you can understand these are odd times. He doesn't mean any disrespect. Of course, you can invite whoever you want on this pilgrimage. And he looks. she looks to you and me, and she says, we are indeed in no position to squabble to your wife dear dwarf yes no you're right yeah I totally should listen uh, we'll get the job done frankly I'd feel safer and more comfortable with the orc in my sights rather than out of them that is if he wishes to go with us yes oh he'll come and me, as you're looking at uh, Ramsey as he's speaking, the window behind him, uh, you see a few soldiers turning up the road, uh, coming toward the door of the tavern. Okay. I look at everyone and said, I think we have visitors. Um, Ramsey will definitely look around and sort of peer through the window. Does it look like the soldiers are coming through the doors 
Uh, it looks like they're coming up to the tavern door, yes. And we're under the impression that Dunwillow and Bell do not want to be seen by soldiers, is that right? So far, yeah. They've been they've been very clear that they want you to be snuck out of town, uh, and that part of their motivation for leaving has something to do with these military personnel in town. Okay, and do we have a general knowledge of this of the layout of the entire tavern? Like would uh, would we be aware of any back entrances or exits? Yeah, sure. Especially Venick, who's who's really gone over this place uh, quite well. Um, there is basically wherever you're at, there's kind of a uh, an outside entrance. Uh, so even from the inn part, there's a there's a door back there um, as well. So, uh, so Venick might um, consider ushering them th- that way toward the maybe toward the stables. You said that. There was a hallway that led that direction. Yes, yeah. And then there's a knock at the door. Are Dunwill and Bell like panicking? Yeah, he's stood up out of his chair. She's backed up uh, toward Enmi a little <clears throat> more. Yeah, I'd motion for them to, to come with me. I would also be like gesturing them away. Ramsey will will sort of uh, sort of right. whisper. Uh, I will deal with it. Uh, go go to the back rooms. Greta would definitely join Ramsey. Yeah, stay with. Well, I guess it depends. Are and me? Are you staying or going? Um, kind of depends on what you guys do. So, uh, so it looks like okay. Ramsey. Well, I can go with Venick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Ramsey's gonna stay. He's gonna take off back here, uh, as well as Greta. So and- yeah, I'll be right. Well, how wide is the doorway here? My right in front of it. I can't. Yeah, see it's that like thing. a it's like a ten foot kind of doorway. Here. Okay, and where is the door exactly? Yeah, I can't it's a, yeah, it's hard to see. Okay. It's exactly right here. Yeah. Okay, I'm just gonna stand right there, and as right. soon as I see them, like go in the back, I open the door and go yes. All right. This uh, is a tavern, so... you know. Why are you knocking? <laughs> so real quick, the uh, so Venick and Pippa, you've you've uh, kind of gone back into this area. Uh, mm-hmm. and there is a door at the other end of this hallway over here, uh, which should lead to the stable. I do have dark vision because of my ranger gloomstalker. Oh, you do, do you? Yes, to 60 feet. Give it to you. Hold on. It's because you. you see all the nasties in the dark. I do. I believe that should do it for you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then Dunwillow and, and um, Bell. Uh, definitely follow then all of you back there. And which way were we going towards the stables? Yeah, so immediately to the left. Venick would, would um, I think, nod to you to take them that way. Yeah, I was going to go ahead and like just check and make sure that there's no soldiers in the stable before oh, yeah. you just take them out there. Great idea, yeah. Oh, <laughs> so would you like to give me a perception check to listen at the yes. door, perhaps? or Happily. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> I, a why? I need to remind you that you are a halfling who has lucky. Oh, yeah, 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 yes. yeah. Okay. Thank, you. Thank you. Thank you, my dear DM. Thank you. So I just roll again. Yeah. Okay. Come on. Wow. There hey. you go. Hot damn, girl. That is the exact <laughs> We went from a crit fail to a crit hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, you... Uh, do think that you hear uh, some movement in the stables and even a couple of voices. Uh, and it is really early in the morning, so 
it's possible someone's coming to get a horse that they've stowed here. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but it, to you, uh, especially with the, the crit hit, mm-hmm. it does also sound like they're trying to be quiet, if that makes sense. Okay. Uh, I'm going to back towards Venick and quiet as quietly as possible convey this information. Yeah. Venick Do you will... want me to go at go through and act like I'm getting my horse and see what's going on and be surprised by whoever's there? Or do we think it's an ambush and they're going to attack me as soon as I walk out that door? Oh, God, oh, God. Oh, oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> what? You scared me. I'm so, I'm so I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> and, uh, okay. Damn it. <laughs> no, the, I just want to see. <laughs> the orc had stepped into the hallway as well. And that scared her, evidently. And as you're uh, considering then what your next action is, um, Enmi so, and Ramsey have uh, opened the door. Now I open the door and say, you know this is a tavern. Why are you knocking? Uh, it was locked, my dear lady. It was <laughs> locked. Was it locked? It, it was, yeah. Belinia had locked it. Oh, okay. Um, I did not know that. <laughs> Boys, boys, come in, come in. Thank you. Blinia, how are you? She says, oh, just fine. Thank you. How are you? I'm good, yes. Before Um, you go any further, what do the soldiers look like? Are they in uh, regalia? Are they uh, high ranking? Are they younger? Are they older? Like, what does this look like? Uh, So they're both female. Um, there were three. There, two, I'm sorry, the two kind of guard uh, military people oh. who are armored and, and armed uh, are both female. They have really dark hair. One of them has a few scars across her face. Um, they're human or half uh, elven, perhaps. Uh, and then this gentleman um, has a little bit of armor on him, but he has uh, a cloak and a hood um, that's kind of a reddish color as well. Um and he doesn't seem to be as armored uh, as the other two. Do we recognize these soldiers as a, a particular, how should I say, faction? Like, um, who who controls this town is probably a better way of putting it. Uh, they are definitely Gaholnian soldiers uh, from the sort of war caravan that's been uh, coming up this way. Uh, and and the, you do recall that the, the sort of lord of, of Gatputant uh, has kind of kind of declared a martial law so that uh, essentially these are the new law in town, uh, these soldiers. Uh, so with that, um, Ramsey will say, uh, come in, come in, can I buy you breakfast? Uh, how shall we say an early morning drink? I know I need that. Who are you? Who are you? Uh, Lord Ramsey Everhard. <laughs> Yes, I, I was of the 5th Infantry Cavalry. Yes, yes. Oh. oh another military type, yes. Many years ago, all those uh, in the bad times, as you would say. <laughs> Indeed, yes. Thank you, we are quite fine. We are not here for drink or food. Belinia. Uh, and and me and you, you both notice Belinia is looking kind of worried and scared here a bit. Um... Uh, and then the two female soldiers have kind of started to uh, 
walk around the, the tavern area here. Do they look like they're looking for something yeah, or they like they're going somewhere? Like they're looking for something ish. Uh, and me, do you shut the door behind you? Yeah, or? I shut the door and I kind of move in the room. And okay. I'm just looking at them. Um, I'm just kind of. Well, sir, uh, my name is uh, Colonel Skybiter. Literally <laughs> 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 go. Bogo Skybiter at your service. Uh, and Blinia, why is it that I keep hearing that uh, you are opening your doors at such an early time in the morning? Oh, you know, it's just how <laughs> we just. How, yeah, people need to eat some breakfast sometimes, and I don't mind feeding them, <laughs> you know, how it is. May I do an insight check on this um, skybiter and see if this is a person who deliberately wants to cause trouble and basically any answers are going to be the wrong answers? Because basically that's going to determine what I do next. Is that okay? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so with 16, uh, he appears to be... Uh, straightforward. Uh, he's not really beating around the bush uh, a ton. He does seem to be looking for something, um, but that's kind of all the sense that you get right now. So not directly malicious, just kind of being a soldier? Nothing toward you, at, at least. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Venick and, and Pippa uh, in this crammed in this little hallway, what is it that you guys would like to do? Um... I think that Venick would um, trust Greta's performative ability to do the plan that she maybe suggested with a whisper or with her eyes, however she communicated. <laughs> yeah, um, I would um, like try to like gesture to Venick to take everybody back into the orc's room and close the door. Like it's like a sleeping, you know, patron's room, so the soldiers hopefully wouldn't. And then, you know, and then I would go out to the stable and, and try to kind of ascertain what's happening. If that's fine with Venick. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, okay. So you kind of usher everyone back into uh, the orc's room. Um, uh, Dunwillow and, and Belle are, are a little put off by this being sort of shoved around like this. Um, but uh, yeah, they go through the door. Um, do you go with them, Venick? Or... Um. It depends on, so, I mean, you said I, I might have been drinking a little bit the other night, um, but you also mentioned that Venick has looked over the building and is familiar with it. Indeed. What, are there any other exits? exits. Yes, this is a door back here that leads out uh, okay. of, the, of the establishment entirely. Okay. Um, all right. I'll like I'll like gesture at you to like check that door essentially, and I'll kind of keep an eye on the other two. Yeah, I would uh, go up to that door and um, try to listen, or yeah, get a sense of if there's somebody and that leads right outside. Yes, I'm gonna do a perception check. All right. Nice. Uh, with a 15 perception. Uh. You don't hear anything outside other than kind of the wind 
blowing by just a bit. Okay, then I would uh, communicate to uh, to Pippa slash Greta um, that that way seems clear. Okay. Um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, so the people who aren't there don't see this, but you've seen this before. Um, Greta takes a second and she flips her headband a little bit and it's now it's like dark brown, the same color as her hair and skin. And she pulls on some of those ties and tugs and her clothing kind of unfurls and ruffles a bit. And instead of this bright pink and purple, she's now clothed in very dark um, clothing that's suitable for stealthing. And uh, she's going to... Um, very kind of as stealthily as possible creep out that back door and see if she finds any people out here. Alright. So you kind of slowly open the door. <laughs> yes. That's very good. Uh, there's a couple trees back here. Um, give me a perception check to see if you see any people. Perhaps hiding. Okay. I'm waiting for you to mess up just a little bit. <laughs> Oh my god, but I get to re-roll it. You this get has to been re-roll the, the one. Such a There we go. There we go. Pippa's rolling good. Loving the halflings. 18 perception. <laughs> you do not see anyone back here. Okay. Um <clears throat> I I mean they're waiting for us in the stable. I just feel very unsure about that. So, um do I have a sense like ooh, probably not how things are going in the other room? There's no way that I would kind of have a sense of that. Yeah, not really at all. Yeah. Okay. Then um, I think I'd gesture to Venick to get the others and we'd go out the back. Yeah. Venick would agree with that. He'd go over to the door and gesture them out. Can, can I assume that we've talked about our plan to smuggle these people out and we know, like, we all know, like, where we were going to go. Uh, that actually probably, you don't know the logistics of it yet. You haven't had time to plan that. We, so we went to talk to these people the day we're going to take them and we had no plan. Well, you just accepted their request. Yeah. Okay. Hey, don't worry. I'll just use a message cantrip. Uh, oh, wait. Oh, Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nope. Not a thing. Just yell our right. plan. It's fine. <laughs> While Venik is doing that, uh, Ramsey and 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 me, mm-hmm. um, yeah, Bogo Skybiter, <laughs> love his name, is uh, kind of grilling Belinia just a bit, um, and he says, "Yes, well, Belinia, uh, where is your husband, by the way? Oh, he's he's in the he's in the back. He he was uh, cooking the breakfasts for people." Where would the back be that we would know? Like she kind of yeah points back to this door that she'd gone out. Okay. Of before. And can you only get to? There's only one hallway that leads to the bedrooms back there. Yes, that you know of. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, I mean, I can go get him if you want to talk to him. I don't know. Is that necessary? And. Bogo looks to Enmi and Ramsey. At this I sign, I'm like, would you please tell us your business here? It's very rude to interrupt people at their breakfast. Perhaps. 
what, 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 what I, I think she means to say is, uh, it is quite early in the morning. Uh, why, uh, why are you here? Can we assist in any way? We've had uh, an accusation presented against one of our, one of our own, uh, as if um, you mean with mutiny within the ranks. Mutiny, yes, mutiny, or or someone going AWOL. Someone leaving uh, who's this? the ranks, a coward, perhaps. Can you tell us who this is? Maybe we've seen them. Perhaps. Was it the soldier? Uh, I haven't seen any come through here. A, a soldier, yes, a dwarf, kind of reddish hair. Does that look like... It does look like... Uh, like Dunwill. Was Dunwill dressed in the garb of a soldier, by the way? Uh, not at all, no. No, much more of a merchant. Okay, I haven't seen anybody dressed in the in the regiments uh, come through here. Oh, yes, but he certainly could have changed his clothes. Have you ever seen this uh, dwarf matching this description? Reddish hair. Are you asking me if I've seen a dwarf with red hair? Today, have you seen him today in this tavern? Do you know how perhaps many people... behind that door? Which door? It is five o'clock in the morning. Also, a dwarf with red hair, you're going to have to do better than that. Do you know how many people are in this village or town or whatever we're in? I, I do, and I know each of my men. So how are we supposed to help you if all you give us is a dwarf with red hair. Uh, when when did he mutiny? When did he mutiny? At this, I'm going to cha- cast my channel divinity, uh, which is about to come yeah. up. Yeah. Uh, Captain Everhard calls upon Lady Ferrer to briefly enhance his already notable charms, causing them regard. Cool. Uh, so, what was your question then, Ramsey? Uh, when did he defect? Yes. Oh. Well, he defected two nights ago. Yes, he, he just sort of... I, I knew that he was a coward. He had been trying to claim that he was someone else this entire time, and he didn't really want to be part of the war effort. He was conscripted in a way. Uh, but he, he signed the papers. He volunteered, just like everyone else. Uh, before we go on any further, uh, is conscription something that is happening a lot here, and is it in any way voluntary? Uh, to a certain extent, uh, not, it's not super voluntary. Um, Goholnia has some odd ways of making you eligible, uh, for the draft to a certain extent that are all voluntary things you can do. But some of them are required, like traveling papers. You have to then sign up to be eligible for the draft. You know, stuff like that. So okay. you, while that is technically true, it is definitely coercive. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, well, I- I'm afraid we haven't actually seen anybody come through here as, as of late. And we've been here for the past couple of days. Uh, but was he traveling with anyone? Perhaps we have seen them. Uh, do you want anything from me for that? Uh, no, not necessarily. You're not really trying to persuade him. You're just kind of asking him, yeah. Um, and he says, well, some of my men have seen him with an elven woman of some sort. Uh, but we're not sure exactly who this is. And I don't 
believe necessarily some of my men who like to drink as much as they do know exactly what they see. Well, I must say, and uh, our dear Raven Grandfather and our dear Emmy can back me up here, but, uh, you know, Belinia is amongst the finest of tavern owners. We helped her eliminate some rats uh, a few uh, days ago. I wouldn't think that she'd be harboring a fugitive, I mean. That's just poppycock or whatever that word is. Actually, Ramsey, I've been, I'm harboring a, a few of them. Ah, uh, Mr. Skybiter. What? Definitely the person you're looking for is behind that door back there. Uh, oh my there's God. Also a, there's also an orc. Uh, and I, I think I saw a little girl as well around somewhere. Is she pointing to the right door? She is. She's pointing right back here. Oh, motherfucker. Did... Okay, I'm not there. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I don't say that. That's... Thank you, Belinia. That is most helpful and to the rest of you um, perhaps you should make better use of your uh, friends I would say and he's going I'm to I'm going to attempt to hold the door okay okay are yeah. you are you in front of the door because you might want to get away from it for a minute because <laughs> you probably shouldn't be too close to the no do now. what you need to do do what you need to do however okay. uh ramsey is attempting to hold the door and beckoning the other uh guard a little closer by the way mr was it captain ramsey captain ramsey of the first infantry yes um here i i shall escort you back there uh by the way and I'm going to cast yeah. sleep on. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. I will cast sleep on. Uh, and while he's while he's figuring that out, um, Venek and uh, Pippa, yeah, you guys are getting everyone kind of out this uh, back door. Um, yes. Uh, point of order. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> kind of table talky. Elise pointed out in the Discord chat that we never um, figured out uh, those magic items that you mentioned. Indeed. Um, and so, I mean, she suggested <laughs> that, <laughs> that, and I am inclined to agree with her, that we're totally fine with pretending that we all got sending stones. Um, like walkie talkies, basically. Like walkie talkies. You can speak yes, into them. Speaking into them. Yeah, but you can communicate. Oh, a little okay. Bit yeah. Like pick a person, send a message, kind of thing. Yeah. So I have the point that I'm going to be casting it. By the way, but yes, uh, let's figure out the magic items before. Does that? Does that? Does that no, sound fine? That works yep, great. Yeah, good. you guys got sending stones, so you're able to communicate. Hey. Uh, all right, I so we like, have yeah, those. We have to be more prepared for this and just like, <laughs> oh, we met him this morning and we have no idea what we're doing. <laughs> no, yeah. 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 I feel I feel like my character's okay <laughs> with that, but I don't know about your guys's. Fine with it. Uh, okay, cool. So as you're getting everyone out, uh, Venic, you definitely hear commotion and maybe even a tiny bit of movement at the door uh, down here. Uh, Ramsey, where would you like to cast sleep? Uh, so I'm going to do it. Uh, let's see. It's going to be right here. Are you back here by this soldier? No, I'm right. Oh, I moved myself. What the oh, yeah. Happened? No, no. I'm. No, I'm yeah. over here. 
like wait where are you casting sleep so sleep is going to happen right here i don't see where that's happening oh sorry i'm trying to paint the square yeah oh that's okay but there's no one in the square uh, that's okay. It's, it's a twenty-foot radius, and it ha- yeah. it affects creatures in descending or ascending order of hit points. So, will it affect me? No, I believe it is only. <gasps> okay. um, so, uh, um, well, it actually, I'm, depends on your hit points. So, yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, sleep, many, okay. sleep will affect. But yeah. uh, do do these soldiers look tougher than us? The Just soldiers. Yeah. Okay, fine. Five d eight. Please roll it. Yeah. So am I. So we got. Is that 33? So that hits me. 32? Right. Is it hit points? Like, okay, yeah, it, yeah, I'll figure it out for you. Is it? Yeah. It's how many 16 plus 15, so 31. 31. All right. Um, and me, your, um, your raven immediately goes to sleep on your shoulder. <laughs> oh, no. But wouldn't it affect me? Because I have. Uh, it goes in ascending order. Hold on. Okay. Um, and they have to roll right for that. A range of 90 feet for up to a minute. An action. 20 foot radius, 5d8. Everyone that's in here. I don't see where they make a save. They don't, I don't think. I it's don't just think. up to up to the total number of hit points. I think it's that's crazy. I didn't know. All right. <laughs> um, Sleep is insane. It's just total yeah. number of hit points. Uh, Belinia uh, slumps to the ground. Um, oh, no. As well as... Oh, she's a traitor, uh, so fuck her. As well as both she's of the guards. Under a um, truth spell. But there is not enough hit points left for you and me. So I don't... Oh, I see what you're saying. I thought yeah. it was like if they cast it higher than my hit points. No, 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 no. Okay. Does uh, Skybiter go down? Uh, no, he does not. Um, though he sees his men sort of drop and fall to the ground asleep. Uh, and he now looks like at you, Ramsey. I will uh, say the thing is sleep does require a verbal component. So he heard no, me definitely. whispering uh, this yeah. arcana stuff. No, you, you showed your holy symbol. You did the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, he, he, Captain Ramsey, please remove your hand from the door. Uh, by all means, I will attempt to uh, bash him in the face and shove him. <laughs> okay. Uh, do you just want to punch him? If so, just yeah, basically him, uh... shove him out of the way of the door. Okay. Okay. Give um, me a, let's do a contested strength check on that. Okay. Uh, do you want my strength then? Yes. Give me a strength check. That'll do. <laughs> that is a crit hit. For strength. Uh, I doubt he's going to get that. Nah, he, yeah, he didn't at all. You got a 10. Uh, you then sort of shove him and uh, you've, you've pushed him and he falls actually to the ground. He's um, with a, a crit hit 20. Um, enemy, you see him now completely fall to the ground. If you want, uh, you are able to rush out of the room you think uh at this point i will motion to emni um and by the way emni uh you've probably seen this spell in action before probably uses on the rats you know that if you shake um whatever or poke whatever uh the thing is awake they'll um wake up so 
Um, so I poke my raven. Does that okay. work? Yeah, you sort of poke your raven. Okay. <laughs> and, um, I will draw my longsword and hold it at the uh, guard's throat as Emni does what Emni does. So you move up to Bogo? Yep, I and I will say, move one inch, and I will make sure it is your last. Also, the, the longsword is pointed directly in the Adam's apple, I should note. Captain, this is highly unorthodox. What are you doing, Enemy? Uh, so really quick, you see me walk over to Bolinia. Okay. And I take out my quarterstaff. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> and wait, do I? She's asleep. Oh, I know. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's asleep. So, do I just roll from here? Up. Well, it's not up there. <laughs> you don't have a staff. Are you going no. to kill? Okay. Yeah. So, uh, the sixteen or yeah. Or oh, the I'm sorry. Hits. Sixteen. Yeah. So yeah, I just go right in her face. All right. Go ahead and roll damage for that. <laughs> By the way, she does wake up if she doesn't die. Oh, I don't care. She deserves it. Oh, no, no. I'm telling Andy that. So, oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. No, I. Sorry. Yeah, that's good. I'm not trying to kill her or anything. Uh, okay. Um, so you slam your staff uh, in, into Belenia like right here. Right in her nose. Like right in her nose. There's immediately blood that's now kind does of spurted out. She does not wake up. <laughs> Man, I was going to say something dear, nasty to her. Dear okay. Lord. <laughs> And then I just, you just see me kind of like shake off and then I walk up to where you are. All right. Um, but uh, Ramsey Bogo is not getting up at this moment. He's just kind of neck on the ground. Uh, and he says, Captain Ramsey, what is it you think you're doing here? Oh, uh, what am I doing? It is, is what you are doing. Uh, I would much prefer you didn't harm innocent civilians. Um, and then I am going to... Uh, oh, God. Um, I'll turn to Emmy and say, Emmy, my dear, you might want to get down the hall, but if I'm not along, will you come and grab me? I'm going to cast sleep again. As soon as Emmy leaves the vicinity. Okay. Okay. Let's see where I'm walking into. Uh, so. so you head into the doorway up here. And oh, 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 okay. Sorry. It's just very dark. Okay. Yeah. And. Uh, I leave my raven. Like I leave the door open. I leave my raven with him. Oh, like, okay. Just, so you can kind of see. And stuff yeah. Like, so he's right. sitting on your shoulder. So grandfather is on your shoulder, Ramsey. Um, and you cast sleep again? Okay. Uh, the thing is, grandfather is... Uh, if grandfather's on my shoulder, as long as he's on my shoulder. Okay, sleep again. Um, yeah. And I will center it uh, basically as far away from myself as possible, but it looks like there's a wall there. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I did tell Emmy to come get me if I didn't come along. So... <laughs> you did, yeah. So your gamble uh, at this point sleep. is... You okay? Go ahead and roll uh, hit points. Also, by the way, I should note that this is not a concentration spell. It is not. No. no. So is that four or five? That's five. Okay. So basically, uh, I am at thirty. Twenty-four. I am at thirty HP. Yeah. So uh, 
It's up to you. All right. Uh, grandfather slumps down onto your shoulder. <laughs> and uh, Bogo kind of, you see him get a bit drowsy for a second. But he kind of shakes, like he shakes his head awake. Uh, <laughs> that certainly does not put him to sleep now. Okay, well, the the uh, sword is still at his throat, so... Yes, no problem. Uh, and you do realize that uh, he's not getting up at this point, but he doesn't mind that you're just wasting time staring at him because his friends are going to wake up soon. Oh, well, they have a minute. Uh, I'm going to um, nudge the raven awake, I guess, and then... Um, what does Bogo have as far as weapons? Uh, he's got a longsword at his at his side. Uh, in, in its sheath. Would I be able to uh, cut the sheath from his belt and take the longsword with me? Uh, yeah, he's not putting up much of a fight right now. He's yeah. You uh, slice off the belt and kick the longsword away, and then pick it up. Okay, cool. I have another longsword, and uh, last but not least. Uh, let me know if this is too many things to do. Uh, may I attempt a non-lethal blow? Te- okay, yeah. So technically, I-, I think what you're trying to do is to knock him out. Yeah, so basically yeah. I- I'm attempting to just slap him across the temple with the flat of my longsword. I-, I love the idea. Mechanically, how that works is you would reduce him to zero hit points and then just tell me that's non-lethal damage so that he'll just be stabilized and not... Okay. Oh no, if he dies, I'll be so sad. However, you do know that he has more than 24 hit points. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> right. Okay. So it would take a while, you think, if you tried to do that. Well then, I suppose then... Can I incapacitate him? You could pr- try to tie him up? Oh no, I mean like, stab him through the hamstring? <laughs> <laughs> you can attack him, yes. Can I target the attack to make it impossible for him to move very fast? Not really, no. Okay. You you, you can certainly try, but you can't necessarily uh, guarantee that. How, how long would it take to tie him up? 30 seconds. All right, uh, then we're going to attempt to tie him up very securely and gag him. All right, he's not he's not really fighting it or anything, so it does take maybe 20, 30 seconds. Uh, you're very quick about it. Um, so I will say that uh, with all the time that has passed, probably I'd say 20 seconds of the sleep is remaining. Uh, if that, yeah. Okay. You're having, you're very, yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll come back to that too. Okay, cool. Um, once I'm finished tying him up, I will attempt to go out the hallway, just so you know, but okay. that's it for me. Is cool. Raven with him? Yeah, the raven is with is him. I, I would have taken the raven with me. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, Venik, you're at the door. You see Enmi uh, come in real quick uh, and run down the hall toward you. Yeah, I would uh, direct her to go out that door, but also uh, either right before she came in or right now, Venik would remember the wink that um, Ramsey gave him when he brought up the orc being cagey. And Venick just wants to do a quick peek inside the orc's room before okay. following the group. And we would have a little bit of time, right? Like we, because all of that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I would say that that probably took at least a minute. Even before Enmi came through, I feel like there was yeah. time. Right. Certainly. Certainly. 
Uh, yeah, Venick, you kind of look in the room. Um, actually, he made the bed. Uh, the room is nice and tidy. Uh, he doesn't seem to have left anything behind. Um, that surprises you a bit from an orc, but hey, whatever. I wrote a crit hit perception check, so if I'm missing anything, tell me. <laughs> yeah, uh, you look in the room. There, there, he is very clean. There is nothing in this room um, left. Uh, he seems to have even taken out some of the trash. Uh, he's leaving nothing for the maid. This is, yeah, this is oddly immaculate. Uh, Venick narrows his eyes suspiciously at all of that. That's not how okay. orcs behave in Venick's experience. And, <laughs> very true, very true, yeah. And he'll uh, head back out. He would have probably been at the door by the time Enmy came in the hallway. All right. Uh, and, and me, are you saying anything, or are you just running out? Sorry. Like, he'll hear in a second. I'm not running, I'm just... Casually striding. Casually, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but we also, we would have had about, like, I would have been ushering fugitives yeah. away for, like, a solid minute yeah. by now. Yeah, totally. Like, we wouldn't just be here. Oh, uh, so, that's right. Yeah. yeah. If, you're not, if you're not waiting for people, you can move to them yeah so i was gonna ask you like do i know what's to either direction behind the inn or like where i could kind of take them or is there like cover that we could get to to hide while we're waiting uh the the inn itself is in basically the middle of town um there are guards all throughout the town in the city um there is nowhere immediately to your mind that that they would just be completely out of the way. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Then in the minute that we have before and me and everyone get there, I would like to use my disguise kit to try to make the orc not look as much like an orc. Okay. <laughs> like a sickly old woman, perhaps? Sure. Yeah, a sickly old man, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> Describe to me what you'd like to have happen and then go ahead and roll your disguise. Okay. Um, so I'm assuming my disguise kit is going to have like some makeup, some like really basic, like like a hat or, you know, something of that nature yeah. that I can kind of dress like him fake up. Fake hair and yeah, like maybe so, some old clothes. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to use, um, with my very extensive knowledge of cosmetics, I'm going to use the makeup to try and make the skin look more uh, of a human skin tone. Uh, put like some hair in a hat. Uh, and if I have any kind of like cloak or something like that to put around to kind of cover up the one arm business, I yeah. want to put that on him. He also has like a giant backpack uh, filled with stuff, but yeah. The uh, orc does? The orc does, yeah. Yeah, we'll just give the backpack to the pregnant lady. <laughs> okay. <laughs> kidding, kidding. Okay, so yeah. roll something? Yes, uh, for a disguise kit, I think it's an intelligence roll. Oh, I think just, it has yeah. my dex modifier, though, so I That's can fine. change yeah. that. Okay. Oh, it's fine. That's good. Uh, you are very dexterous in your disguises. Uh, <laughs> yeah, with an 18. Uh you actually do a fairly good job. This looks like a, a very tall, gangly, but sickly <laughs> old person. Uh, okay. And it would require someone to really look underneath the hood and everything to to really see the tusks and whatnot. <laughs> cool, cool. Okay. Um, are 
Dunwillow and uh, Belle wearing oh, yeah. things that they could like put up a cowl or something like that. Uh, they are. They have some traveling cloaks. Traveling clothes. Stuff. Yeah. It's, it's okay. You know, more noticeable, but yeah. Um, yeah. Excellent. Uh, so Ramsey, you've taken this person's sword. You've tied him up. You have very little time. You think before uh, people start waking up. Okay. In that case, because I'm totally for going Nova on a turn. Um, may I drag uh, Ramsey into a particular, uh, how shall we say, ring? Ramsey or the or, oh, the or sky I'm sorry, bear. the captain, the sky bear. Yeah, the drag him where? Uh, basically within the range of all these people. That would be so like, around like, like down the hallway so like, that we no, can no, all... no, 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 no. Like, like basically, <laughs> um, like, yeah, right there. And one more sleep, shall we say. By the way, I have no more spell slots, but this is what my character would do. Um, <laughs> as, as you're dragging him, uh, the door to the kitchen opens uh, and out comes a, a, an elven man. Uh, Belinia, I don't believe that we have any more. Uh, I'm going to scream, <laughs> my God, my God, belinia has been hurt. Come and help her before anything is happening. What? What? No, no, no! Help her! Come here! I'll, I'll motion him, uh, and yeah. then he's within the radius. Awesome! Fantastic! Uh, another sleep. <laughs> okay. All right, that puts him to sleep. Definitely, yeah. It's twenty-one. All right. This is a uh, clusterfuck. <laughs> uh, the captain, de- or the you know. Bogo definitely isn't asleep again. Uh, though the raven definitely falls asleep on your shoulder. So he's like sleeping comfortably <laughs> like in your armor on your shoulder. There. Grandfather needs to sleep, okay? Jeez. He needs to sleep. Uh, but, but definitely uh, it appears Belinia's husband has come out of the kitchen and now he's asleep on top of her. On top of her dead body? Am I recalling that right? Good Jesus Christ. That's fantastic. Um, She's not dead. It's bleeding profusely from the nose. She's not dead yet. So I have no way of telling if the guards are okay, but uh, with everybody incapacitated, I'm going to beeline for the door. Uh, Let me know if uh, I can keep going or if everybody else um, is going to have another thing that they're doing. Nope. You beeline for the door. Uh, You run into the hallway here. Um, The door to this back area is is open. All right. I Uh, will run out there. All right. So you run out there and you see everyone here uh, and a very odd looking, uh, (laughs) very tall, but sickly old man in place of an orc. Uh, I I say, uh, uh, here's a raven, by the way. I will hold a stiff sleeping raven out (laughs) to Emmy. (laughs) Um, I just go and take him. Does he uh, wake up when I do that? Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's like, yeah, if you shake him a little bit. Uh, we, we do not have much time, my friends. Uh, we need to go now. Where would you like to go? So, so pr- kind of along the same vein as, like, we were saying that, you know, we would have put in some <laughs> preparation for this job, maybe. Like we know where the road out of town is or things like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you definitely know where the road we out of town is. We know where that sure, is. Definitely. I don't suppose that we have any kind of 
wagon at our disposal or like a cart? You you do have a cart, uh, and, and you have traveling gear and horses and everything like that uh, at the place you were staying. At the um, stable of the inn. Not at the stable, yeah. Not here. No, 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 no. It was, uh, it, you were just staying down the road just a little bit. Okay. I, I mean, yeah, like, I, I wonder if we would head there. How close are we to yeah. one of the city gates? Uh, so everyone's basically then down here. Uh, these trees are the ones that were in the back of the, uh, tavern. Mm-hmm. And this is the kind of quickest way out of town. Plus, um, plus, uh, you were you were staying just to this house over here on the right, um, and it's got a, a a horse tied up to a wagon and a couple other horses uh, for you if you wanted. This way out, the road we're immediately on. The yeah, so going north here uh, okay. would be the quickest way out of town. Well, do we need? We don't need all of us to go pick up the wagon, right? No, sure. So yeah. could Pete? Could you guys kind of like? I mean. I'll go fetch it, or if someone wants to come with me, I feel like people could maybe hide in the... I don't know. Yeah, no, that sounds like a good idea to me. Um, Pippa and Venick have not yet been seen by the guards with the group, so I think Pippa and Venick have the better chance of getting the horses without tipping off guards. I would yeah. say my uh, my character would agree. Okay, so Pippa, as Pippa now, because remember, she's flipped all of her clothes. She's going to, like, she's, like, kind of annoyed that Ramsey took so long. And she's going to be like, Ramsey, get these people north as fast as you can. Venick and I will catch up with you with the horses. Uh, north, my dear lady. Yes, of course, of course. Um, so, yeah. All right. Uh, so, and me and Ramsey are staying with the group while Venick and Pippa are making their way over a street, uh, to get horses and stuff. Um, Ramsey, do you want to be in the front or the back? Uh, actually, Ramsey is going to suggest, uh, here, here, everybody. Um, he will slump down into whoever's arms are the closest. (laughs) I am your drunk grandfather that you're taking home for a night at the tavern, Okay. Uh, and basically he's not going to, he's not going to, um, like actually put his weight on the people's shoulders, but he's going to try and make it look like that. And he's going to say, just go north and I, I will attempt to do what I can. By the way, if any guards come past, he's just going to start rambling drunkenly about his past exploits of the military. And he's just instructing you to basically say, oh, Grandpa, you're okay. We're going to go home and let you sleep it off. Okay. Dwarf, orc, walk him. I'm going ahead. <laughs> okay. So they're, they're, yeah, so you're kind of in the arms of the orc. <laughs> I will say I will not make any noise until I see guards. Okay. Indeed. All right. So kind of slowly you're making your way this way. Um, why don't you go ahead and end me and uh, are you guys trying to be sneaky? Or are you just hoping that your ruse? I don't think we have time enough. to be sneaky at this point. So I'm just so walking. Yeah. Just walking. Like, I'm in splint have- mail, so I can't be sneaky. So yeah, I was gonna say it's kind of hard to be sneaky while we're at this point. Though I will, however, attempt to fasten my shield to my arm, like I've been reliving my old military exploits. It is a shabby looking shield, by the way. So 
Beautiful. Um, just as a kind of point, as Pippa is walking with Venix through the alley, um, she is yeah. doing up the ties, at least on the top of her outfit, to like get the pinks and the purples out again. Um, oh, okay. As much as she could do without being spotted by the people on the other side, just in that little walk. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. Uh, so, um, Venick and Pippa, as you're uh, kind of approaching the place you've been staying, um, there's a guard that's kind of talking to a small group of uh, ladies over here in the corner. Uh, you hear them say something about a town called Cliff Mill uh, or something, but um, if you don't if you don't care to listen, you keep on going. I'm focused on the horses. I was going to say, right. I don't think we have time. Yeah, Venick doesn't give a shit about Cliff Mill. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, so you have one cart with a horse already kind of attached mm-hmm. uh, over here, and one of your other horses um, is is not too far away. Um, but really, that's all the traveling stuff you have at the moment. Okay. Um, and the rest of you are making your way north. Yep. Through the streets. Yep. Uh, you do see two guards appear in me talking uh, as uh, Pippa and Venick are getting those things. Uh, you don't think you can sneak past them? Um, uh, we're not trying to see. Uh, yeah, do I not. see them? Yeah. Yes, definitely. I will start bellowing drunkenly. For he's a jolly good fellow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Isn't it like five in the morning? Oh, yeah. No, I, I'm very drunk. <laughs> That's funny. So give me a... Performance? I'll let you decide. Yeah, I'll let you decide if it's performance or deception. How, is it within the uh, the 10-minute limit? Yeah. yeah Fantastic. Yeah, of your... Channel Divinity? Yeah. Uh, I'll do performance. So plus five to that. So a 21? Or All right. 26, 26, actually. Ah. 26 total. Wow. Yeah, you're amazing. Uh, these <laughs> these guards are kind of getting out of your way a little bit. Uh, and, and me, as you pass them, one of them kind of gives you like a knowing look. Like, my grandpa's been there too. <laughs> I just keep walking. Uh, and yeah, actually, that's so good. They're not paying attention to anyone else uh, in the group at the moment. Uh, so we're passing them. Yes, okay. Venick and Pippa. What are you? Which are you guys going to want to take the horses and follow their path, or kind of go straight north and meet? Them? I was thinking straight north. If Venick agrees, yeah, Venick was thinking straight north. Also, awesome. All right. Uh, you're going through the streets. It's a lovely fall morning. The air is crisp. Uh, there's just a few, you know, proprietors out getting their shops ready in the morning. It's quite a lovely day. Uh, Venick, you are, um, you pass a few people in kind of a, a swirling reddish and white mask. Uh, and one of them is handing you a paper uh, as you're on your horse driving by them. Uh, Venick is not taking a paper. He's gonna just ignore them. Sir, 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 please, sir. And now he's kind of trotting along your horse, and he's actually making quite a lot of noise. I, <laughs> I will turn to him. I'll start to say no, and then just hesitate and growl and take the paper. All right. Uh, it, it says something about uh, uh, the lovely burning of the great fire or something like that. Thank you. Uh, and they they start kind of chanting 
as as you go p- past them. Um, is this the first time the- Venek has seen anybody like this? Uh, no. You've you've seen these people around a little bit. They seem like weird, yeah. fanatics of some sort. Um, um, could could I check and see if I think that there's magic being cast? Like either the paper that was handed to Venek or the yeah. people themselves. What what do you want me to roll for that? Uh, Arcana, please. Okay. I don't think my Arcana is very good. <laughs> All right, an eleven. Uh, you don't really see them casting anything, um, and so you're pretty sure there's no magic that you recognize at least okay. um, being issued here. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So and me and and everyone else is basically getting out toward the last house of the town. Um, but Venek, as you're approaching, one of the guards uh, puts up his hand and uh, is trying to stop you. Um, Pippa would immediately approach in, instead, like, to kind of cutting Venek off. And is something wrong? Oh, nothing's wrong, miss. We just need to check the cot. Oh, well, go ahead if you must. I'm assuming there's... want to make sure. We don't yeah. have anything on the cart, right? Like... <laughs> Pippa wouldn't know of anything on the card that we wouldn't want the guard to see. Uh, there's no contraband okay, that yeah. is outlawed in this town, no. Uh, he shouts over for a couple of his guard friends to uh, come and help uh, look through the cart. What are you um, uh, searching for? Oh, we've, uh, we've had a couple uh, uh, people leaving the army <laughs> thinking that they could just go wherever they want on their own. Deserters? Deserters, yes, yes. Oh. Deserters. Terrible. Terrible. I, I, I think I heard about that. Is this the dwarf with the red hair? Oh, it is. It is, yeah. Uh, I think uh, I saw this? a dwarf with red hair down on the south side of town. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we just saw him uh, there. Berto, 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 what was, that, what was that stupid dwarf's name that oh, we just hated? Uh, and he goes, uh, Burbage Kemp. He <laughs> 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 says, yeah, that's it. That's it. Burbage Kemp. Oh, my God. Uh, stupid dwarf. <laughs> Burbage Kemp. What a name. Oh, my yeah, God. The, the worst. Uh, and they're looking through the card. They don't see anything. All right. Well, you're free to go, I guess. And he steps out of your way. Thank you. Um, hey, you run into that Burbage. Uh, you uh maybe stab him once for us, huh? Oh my goodness, how rude! <laughs> Sorry, miss. <laughs> you upset your sensibility. I like I like kind of like fluff my hair and like turn away from. Him. <laughs> uh, and as you're as you're trotting past the last of the houses here, uh, you do hear shouting, uh, from somewhere back, probably where the tavern area is. <laughs> no. Uh, but all of you, um, you turn uh, and meet the group again, um, and you are going out of town as quick as you possibly can, I assume. Yes. Yes. Um, can I request a bathroom break? Because I did guzzle that coffee. That is a great idea. Why don't we take a quick bathroom break, uh, get a drink, let everyone settle down. This is Sounds nice good. Moment. Thank you. All right, I will... We'll go on a break, and we'll be back in a little bit, everybody. Bye-bye. I, I, I will say, Grandpa may be dying fairly soon here, <laughs> but... 
<laughs> he'll go out with style. Um, no, actually, I have to say that that's exactly like I, I have to say that went better than I expected it to. There was lots of ways that could have gone wrong. You guys did yeah. pretty well, yeah. That being said, I have no idea if we're going to make it outside of town or not, so. You, you've been choosing really well. Like, I thought you might try to hide people in the cart. And I'm like, well, they're definitely going to check the cart. And <laughs> But no, it's, yeah, you've been making some good decisions here. I'm uh... lucky, lucky ones, maybe not good. Lucky, yeah, that's, that's a better word. I think they were good decisions. <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely. Very strategic sound. <laughs> I'm still reeling from uh, from Andy's <clears throat> DMing. Oh, yes. Uh, uh, yeah, apparently Burbage is a dwarf now. <laughs> well, so, for, so, yeah, so that's, that is, uh, uh, yeah, so something weird, that happened yeah. during season one of uh, The Fates of Wren is that Burbage got out of being conscripted into the army <laughs> because he and the group basically told the army that they, they were looking for this dwarf Meepus. But we were like, we were like, Burbage Kemp. Oh, yeah, that's he's that dwarf with the red hair. Um, oh, right. Meepus is a dwarf that like we all hate. So is Dunwillow Meepus? Yeah. So like, so, so the thing is, I should I should say that Meepus is like this poor little thing who basically they keep like knocking down and pushing into lakes I've heard, and oceans. I've heard stories yeah. about Meepus. Uh, so like, uh, but it's amazing that like it's so perfect that I didn't pick up on it because Venic doesn't know Meepus, and now I yeah. have to I have to control yeah. my my anti Meepus <laughs> feelings. Anti Meepus sentiments, yes. Right. So the role play in the second part here is going to have to be a little bit. We don't know who Meepus is. We still think this right. is Willow. Hundred percent. I mean, Nahet was fine with Meepus, so I'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah, and the hat was starting to rub off on Burbage in that sense. Um, okay, so we're all back. I the hat will... would love to rub off on Bur- Burbage generally, so. Yeah, well, Burbage <laughs> didn't get that sense uh, at Wickamp. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, I will take us live again in. Um, I don't. I guess I really don't know how to do it with the countdown. Because there are multiple things I have to do. So I'm just going to do it and then say that we're live. Cool. It's fine, yeah. All right, and we're back from break. Andy, handing it over to you. All right. So the group uh, with uh, a dwarf, an elf, and an orc in tow um, has put Gatbuten uh, behind them in this whole thing. Uh, it certainly is causing a stir. You can hear a couple horns like being blown in the distance behind you now. Um, but you have very quickly um, diverted off any trail or road and kind of gone straight into tall grass and now uh, forest areas. Um, and you're right now just heading north to get away from Gatbuten, but um, you are able to do whatever you would like or talk to whoever you would like to um, set up whatever plan you want. Uh, Yeah. What would you like to do? I think that went incredibly well, don't you? (laughs) This is said generally to the group. (laughs) 
Um, I guess at this point, uh, going to just be Pippa now because we're out of the city. Uh, yeah, so Pippa kind of, as she changes her um, appearance back into the like fully dark clothing and everything, um, turns to Ramsey and kind of like lets out a little sigh and is like, I'm sorry I was short with you. You know how I get about things not going to plan. Oh, you you know with me there is no plan. All is forgiven, my love. But uh, our friends, and I'll turn to the dwarf, the elf, and the uh, orc who is in drag. Um, <laughs> uh, friends, uh, where are we going? Wherever we're going, we should be going there fairly quickly, yes? Uh, I mean, uh, my home is in the uh, Wigmoles. Uh, that's north east. Uh, and Dunwillow's, uh, well, but Shoebarrow is the closest border, and that's to the northwest. Uh, and there's no armies really between here and there. Um, I suggest we just go that way. Uh, isn't that right, dear? She says, uh, yes, sure, whatever. Um, Pippa has now gotten twice Spidey Senses that Dunwillow and, uh, What's her name? Belle? Are not actually married. Can I insight check that? Uh, sure. Ooh. Yeah. Like this dear business, I don't like it. Nobody says that, yes. Oh, and by the way, TJ Ramsey, you have inspiration. Uh, oh, thank for you. Just burning nice. all of your spell yeah. slots. <laughs> <laughs> Going Nova? Yeah. Going Nova in that. Uh, uh, 12. With a 12? Insight. Yeah, with a 12 insight? You feel that there's something odd. Like, part of you wonders if it's just like they've had a fight recently Mm -hmm. or just the stress of moving or being pregnant is is putting a strain on their relationship. Would you call this moving or fleeing? Okay, I'm going to offer my horse to Belle and say, I'll walk. Um, You're pregnant. You should probably be on the horse or the cart. Oh, dear, dear. I'm, I'm Elvin. I'm fine. Yes, I was curious about that. Uh, what was... It was uh, Belle, right? Yes, Belle Arnois. Yes, Belle. Belle, uh, call me Pippa now that we're not among the city folk. Um, oh, yes. Belle, it's so curious to me. I so rarely see elven folk uh, pregnant. It's such a rare occurrence. Uh, would you... I know it's awfully rude of me to pry, but... Uh, what what uh what's the, what's the story here with you and your dear husband Dunwillow? What a what a lovely love story. Yes, a love story of <laughs> uh, <laughs> ours. Um, yes. yes, oh, do uh, tell. I mean, like I said, it's just so rare to even see elven married amongst themselves having children. You know, and to have to be married to a dwarf. How how intriguing. Yes. Um, and you see her put a put her bag on the ground. Um, and she says, uh, Dear, would you mind uh, carrying uh, your pack? Can't we put it on the wagon? Oh, certainly. Yeah. Wait, was she talking to Dunwillow? Yes. He's been making her carry his pack? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That is so Oh, my God. Yeah, this dwarf who apparently his real name is Burbage Kemp, as far as we all know. Yeah. Right? Yes. What? 
<laughs> oh, well, as far as uh, as far as you guys know, yeah. Now. Yes. Yeah, okay. And we haven't um, necessarily shared that. She pulls out uh, a bag, uh, sets it on the ground, and then gives... Uh, she pulls out a bag from her bag. <laughs> okay. Uh, and sets it on the ground, and then gives uh, Dunwillow the one she was carrying. Um, just curious, like, as she did that, do I get the impression that this magical bag that she's pulling things out of or is it just a small bag inside a big bag uh yes you do get the sense it's probably a little bit magical because their bags are very similar in size okay okay yeah uh and dunwillow uh asks enemy uh do you mind if i just put it on the cart up here you should have done that first place so yes Oh, what's, what's in that bag that had to be inside another bag, if I may ask? We are taking you across a border in the middle of a war. I suppose we should be fully aware if there's anything less than savory inside those bags. Oh, no, 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 no. Nothing less than savory, I promise you. So something sweet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, at the mention of less than savory, Ramsey's senses will go up to uh, insight on whether or not we're being maliciously lied to. Gotcha. Yeah. Give me an insight roll. <clears throat> Alright, with a 15, uh, no, there's. you don't believe there's actually anything less than savory in there. That does not tell you at all what is in there. Um, and it definitely seems like he was trying to hide it. Though, you don't really get the sense of malice at all. As somebody who has tried to hide many things, Lord Ramsey understands. Um, during all this, by the way, Venek has been silently leading the group north. Okay. Are we actually on a road, or are no. we, like, in the wilderness? Yeah, give me a survival check, Venek, if you're the one kind of leading. 14. Sounds good. And do you have a... Is this... What's your favorite? Is Grasslands, right? Is kind of your favorite yeah. Yeah, area. Um, yeah, you've definitely stepped into some forest now. Uh, and heading uphill, you're definitely climbing in elevation a bit. Um, but yeah, 14, you feel decent about at least keeping you north. And just really quick, um, Grandfather is slightly ahead of the group. Oh, okay. Like just flying around, kind of keeping By the way, and... yeah. Oh, okay. Um, at the first opportunity, um, uh, Ramsey would have apologized to Grandfather, saying, I-, I did not mean to do that to you, old boy, so many times, but, uh, you know, circumstances must. You see him blink, but, like, with each eye individually. <laughs> and then he looks you in the face and goes, Gaga! <laughs> <laughs> and then takes off in the air, yeah. All right, well, there you go. <laughs> um, and Belle says to you and me, uh, what is with the raven. He's my grandfather. I don't know how that's possible. I just look at her. (laughs) Yes, grandparents aside, parents, Belle, I still am just so curious about you and Dunwillow. (laughs) Yes, oh, the story. I can't believe I didn't tell you. The story, yes, of how we met together. Uh, yes, uh, I'm. How, how long ago was that? It was one of. It was. Oh, it's probably a year ago. I was oh, a whirlwind romance. Right. <laughs> Tell me about it. 
I was a young woman. Do I think Bella's in disguise? (laughs) Uh, Give me a perception check. Okay. I just, like, come on, she's an elf. (laughs) Okay, 23. Okay, 23. Um, Perception, you don't get the sense she's in disguise, though her belly looks a tiny bit lumpy. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. okay. Uh, and then Enmi. Yeah, I rolled a You three, rolled a so. one on insight yes. about this. You, whether you admit it or not, believe this is the greatest love story of all time. <laughs> and as she's starting to explain how it was this perfect little meat cute, I needed a boot. Oh my god for my right foot and he needed a boot for his oh my god (laughs) we happen to be in a boot shop (laughs) you know how it goes and and me like there's like a a tear welling up in your eyes you you just are like oh my god I don't they are feel just... like she cries that easily. <laughs> I know, she doesn't, she okay. doesn't, that's the thing. You just believe so heavily that, <laughs> God, they are made for each other. These two. Uh, cool. <clears throat> I take it Emmy doesn't show emotion very often? Uh, she does not, or yeah. Or do I? <laughs> uh, I'm going to pat you on the shoulder, Emmy, and see, see even, even the strangest of partners can find love. It, it will be okay for you, my dear. Uh, meanwhile, Pippa is going to kind of uh, get closer to Belle and just uh, kind of pat her tummy, which uh, <laughs> makes Elise very uncomfortable as a as a yeah, player, yeah. <laughs> but as uh, but like like to let her know that she knows. Like it's very clear from the way Pippa's doing this, or at least the intention yeah, okay. is to be very clear that she knows gotcha. that something's up here. I just feel like it's so nice to see a pregnant elf. Yes. Well. Thank you. Hmm. Uh, and then uh, Ramsey, the um, the giant orc, is by you, and he's kind of wiping off like some of the makeup and and hair extensions or whatever. His orcish weave. I'm collecting those things back from him that okay, I can't. The hair extensions. Yeah. Um, and uh, as he's kind of taking some of that off, and Pippa's touching Bell, <laughs> Belly. Uh, Ramsey, you hear from next to you. Uh, Wait, what? Like, is it like more of a sneeze? And he, yeah, and the the orc goes, excuse me. (laughs) (laughs) I know, I know, my friend. It's it's terribly, terribly uh, emotional to hear about the moment of conception. I'll clap him on the back really hard. Um, Did the sneeze come? Like, did we see the orc do it? No one saw the orc sneeze. You just heard a little. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, where is Uh, where is the orc in like in relation to Venic? Like if Venic's at the front, where is Ramsey? Where's the orc? Yeah, uh, yeah, Venic. So Ramsey and the orc are probably kind of more in the back. uh, So it's a little bit more like yeah, kind of like this, I imagine. Okay. Grandfather is flying ahead of you, Vinic. Cool, 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 cool. Was here this sneeze? Not really. No, just oh, okay. Uh, just Never Ramsey. mind. I mean, you you probably heard um, uh, Ramsey because he's very right. loud, just generally. Yeah. Um, sort of clapping uh, the orc on the back at a uh, sort of uh, 
just generally like an assumption of emotion. Um, I will say you have known me long enough to know that while I talk a lot, I am not an intelligent old man. <laughs> All right. Uh, and yeah, so Venic, you guys have been traveling north for about an hour or so. Uh, no, you don't see anyone directly trying to follow you or anything from the town. So you do feel that you kind of got away from that pretty scot-free. Um, but where is it that you... You're probably going to have to make a decision here pretty soon, Venic, about how to t- where to take these people and what path. Yeah, yeah, I mean, so Venic, like, would have just in his mind made a decision. And until somebody, like, asks him, like, hey, where we're going, he's, not, he's just going to be grim and silent. But so I think Venic based on his kind of understanding of the geography has basically decided to like have a little compromise in a sense, but basically just head due North to the border of, uh, Shubaro and, and then, and get the, uh, get the dwarf and the elf across there and then just follow that border to Wigmoles. Okay. To where Wigmoles and Gahonia and Shubaro kind of converge. Yeah. Or he might just kill the orc if he decides that he wants to. We'll see. We'll see about that. Yeah. It might, <laughs> it might be easier. Yeah. It, it would save you definitely a few days. If yeah. Not, like a week travel, depending on. Yeah. However, basically, in <laughs> order of operations, we're taking the dwarf and the elf first. Yeah. Because if we head due north and it's. Basically, on the way to, uh, they're also paying customers, whereas the is just someone that is oh, oh, tagging along right now. I'm so sorry, I forgot to give you uh, each your twenty gold for getting us Thir- out. Of thirty, oh. dear, thirty. I'm sorry, thirty, thirty. Oh, thirty. Yes, we that's did right. discuss that's right. this. We did. Yes. yes, that's that's right. Uh, and he reaches into his bag, uh, and he's pulling out enough. So everyone, uh, each of you, get twenty gold. Thirty. Thirty gold. Thirty. Yeah, I'm so sorry. That's what I meant. (laughs) Can I just say that miles and miles and miles away, somewhere, (laughs) Burbage Kemp just rolled his eyes and shivered in his sleep. (laughs) All right. Uh, but it is. Uh, now it's. You've been traveling now uh, all day. Uh, and you've you've kind of gotten into the hills uh, a little bit of this, um, and so you're you're probably somewhere within this circle here. Um, the there's no exact road. There's not a lot of ton of landmarks around here. So um, so you're you're just somewhere in this vicinity um, that Venick's been leading everyone uh, there. If it's time to settle for the night, can I look for any kind of, like caves or tunnels that would give us comfort to yeah, camp? You yeah, you're getting uh, definitely more into hills and and kind of rocky terrain at this point. Uh, give me a survival uh, with advantage if you're looking for caves. Yeah. Yes. You said investigation. Sorry. Uh, let's do survival. Survival. As we are looking for places to bed down for the night, um, my character would also be looking for places. However, his soldier sense would be to look for high ground. So he's looking for the exact opposite. <laughs> okay. And then go ahead and give me a survival check, uh, Ramsey. 
So that's 14 for Pippa. Cool. Uh, so yeah, Ramsey, you get the sense. Um, you can go uphill and really hide up in the trees um, of a pretty dense area of forest. Um, and Pippa, you also have discovered a decent cave um, that that has a very kind of narrow opening, but uh, opens up large enough um, that you could even have a fire in there and it would mm-hmm. be totally fine. Okay. Um, I'll rejoin the group. Uh, do I get back before Ramsey? You do. Just a little bit, yeah. Okay. Um, then I'll use my sending stone to tell Ramsey, because um, like I'll have told the rest of the group already, and I'll send use the sending stone to tell Ramsey that um, I found a good cave to camp in that would give us complete cover. Uh, and also, grandfather um, flies back down to you and me and starts to kind of peck at your ear a little bit. Okay. Uh, and that often means that he wants you to look through his eyes. Well, haven't and, I been doing that? Uh, every once in a while, like okay. off and on. So he flies up in the air again. Okay. And what do I see? Is, where is he? Like, is he yeah, he, up high? He's just or? up high. Um, and if you look through his eyes, you see the lights of a very large military camp, maybe two hours northwest of you guys. Northwest. Yeah. I will relay that information to everybody. <clears throat> and then Ramsey, yes, you've returned as well. Uh, so where is the hill, the cave, and uh, in relation to the northwest? Uh, the, the cave is really just west, just a tiny bit. So within about 15, 20 minutes. Uh, and then you find that the hill with a very dense patch of, of forest is maybe 20 minutes north. Does really quick, does the army look like it's moving or it's camped down? It's for camped, the yeah. It's okay. definitely a, a military installation. They've okay. put up uh, the, I mean, you saw the fires mostly, but you can tell <laughs> there was some rudimentary like, uh, not just fencing, but like a, a walls mm-hmm. made of wood and stuff. Okay. Um, and then last but not least, does the hill look like it would be a good vantage point as opposed to like just a high point? Because it has woods on it. Uh, not a very good vantage point, no. Since it okay. would be so, so dense. Okay. So um, I'm going to lead us to the cave unless Ramsey is going to try uh, and... Ramsey will, will sort of suggest uh, th- there is a hill up there, but uh, with uh, with Emmy's suggestion, I-, I-, I think we might be better suited with the cave. However, um, should the scouts come looking, oh, I would say we should probably scout the cave before we sleep there, uh, just so we know that it's not a dead end. Yeah, uh, Pippa gives gives Ramsey like a big wink because she's real happy. She's like, I got the cave. Don't worry. Um, and I'll go ahead of the group uh, and kind of like assume that they're going to follow behind and hopefully get to the cave first and kind of poke, poke in and investigate around for any signs of people or creatures or whatever. Yeah, uh, everyone's following you. Um, the cart it makes its way very quickly to the cave, though it can't quite fit in. Um, mm-hmm. The cave itself, it's pretty dense bushes and, and tall grass outside the cave that it's not very noticeable. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, give me an investigation check in the cave itself. Oh, well, 17. Yeah, yep, advantage. Yep. 
Um, so you are just really attuned to this underworld uh, with the way the rocks are positioned. You just, you know, kind of exactly where to look for everything. Um, you do see that there are a few bones of animals in the cave, um, but they've been here for a very long time. You don't think the cave is inhabited currently by any sort of large predatory animals. Um, you do find a few kind of small scorpions uh, in the back of the cave. God damn it, um, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> that, that have kind of a greenish uh, tint to them. Do I think that they're, are, are they just like normal scorpions? Are these going to be like scorpions that I'm concerned about? Uh, give me a nature check. Sure. Spoken like a true Texan, right? Ooh, am I worried about those scorpions? <laughs> <laughs> uh, do I get the advantage? Uh, yes, because. So 21, yeah. not 20. And that 20. Uh, Are these hallucinogenic scorpions? <laughs> <laughs> hallucinogenic scorpions. If they were to sting you, they wouldn't necessarily do a lot of damage, but they would make you trip balls <laughs> for a Excellent. day. Okay. You Can you tell this has happened before? Mm, I see. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Then I would like to. I guess do a very thorough investigation for other scorpions and very carefully um, kind of, I don't know, I guess. No, with your, with your net 20, you, yeah. you feel that as long as everyone stays within a quick, a tight radius of the fire, if you build a mm-hmm. fire, um, mm-hmm. that they won't come near you. Um, okay. Yeah. You, yeah. You, they are mostly okay. concerned with just defending their own little slice of the cave. And if you guys don't go back there too much, you mm-hmm. have no problem with them whatsoever. You are okay. very confident about that. Okay. I'll, I'll uh, start making a fire and just say like, if you don't want to, if, I mean, if you do want to like get high out of your mind, you can <laughs> stay away from the fire, but I recommend uh, there are some scorpion friends a little further in um, as I'm kind of building the fire. Um, would so two questions. One, would Pippa have communicated to Venick her suspicions about Bell at all? Um, I don't think I've had the chance. Right. Okay. I mean, unless we think like during the day of travel, like, but we didn't really do that. So it's, it's kind of, yeah. Like you can't have. Okay. Sure. Too. Yeah. Okay. Then during the course of travel, um, as, as the most, as the person she trusts most, party because i think pippa and venick have known each other a little longer um what i would have yes ridden ahead a little ways and told venick i don't think Belle is actually pregnant and i'm not really sure that she's married to dunwillow but i don't have a good read on that mm. that is the extent of venick's response <laughs> <laughs> she's like Good talk, good talk and rides away. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's so good. Um, and second question, um, I don't suppose Ramsey would have communicated to Venick anything about the sneeze. Uh, I mean, honestly, the, the only thing that you would have heard would be Ramsey telling the orc not to choke up because it wasn't really remarkable other than like a little sniffle. Um, but if you're watching the orc like a hawk, you might have seen something. Yeah, I, I mean... Being at the front, Venick probably wouldn't have really been able to be watching him. Um, and he probably wouldn't have even heard. Well, I don't know. 
Andy, yeah. is it believable that Venick would have been would have heard Bell's story about the boots and things? Yeah, he heard that the story and stuff. Okay, yeah. so he would have. So okay, so if he heard that, yeah, kind of, he, he does. He doesn't seem to trust the orc. At least that's what I'm getting from Venick. Oh, he, definitely, he's really keeping an eye on him. Yeah, um, totally. Okay, so so he's at least he was at least somewhat aware um, of like something's going on back there. He um, and and the room being super clean and him and the York being bandaged. Um, all of these are red flags for Venick. So as, um, as the fire is getting started and, and everyone's kind of settling down, Venick would uh, have kind of situated himself across from the orc uh, pretty close to him. And he will be sharpening one of his hand axes on his okay. um, whetstone. I think that's yeah. what that is and what that's for. Yeah. And so he would just be regarding the orc while he sharpens the hand axe. Pippo will, like, look at him out of the corner of her eye and say, and do you think I'm the dramatic one? <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. Venick ignores you. But just, like, quietly to you. Like, yeah. that wasn't... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's really good. Uh, Ramsey will be busy telling a ribald story about a woman and a hen's egg and something called climactic ovulation. Um, <laughs> completely unaware of all this. Of course, of course. Dun- Dunwillow is not... I don't, I don't know that. Right, right. Not Burbage proper. He has been using the name Burbage Kemp. Okay, yeah. I was getting very confused. Yeah, actually, I think at um at the as like dinner is getting passed around from packs and things, people would just be like, "So who's Burbage Kemp?" <laughs> he coughs up uh, a bit of drink <laughs> that he was he was drinking, and he says, "A no good fucking asshole." <laughs> <laughs> but as far as we know, he's Burbage Kemp, right? Well, yeah, I mean, like, that's that's kind of what we would surmise, I think, guards had said. Yeah, yeah, which is interesting. So that would that would catch Pip off guard, I think. She'd be like, really? Because I was under the impression maybe you were Burbage Kemp, in which case are you a no good? What did you say? Bag bag of shit? Fucking fucking asshole. Yeah, fucking asshole. Oh, (laughs) Uh, no, no. My name's Dunwillow. I thought we covered that already in the tavern. Uh, so why did they think you were Burbage Kemp? Um, in this, uh, you can see that Ramsey actually trusts Venick and um, Pippa actually a lot more than he lets on. Um, but yeah, it looks like uh, he's looking pretty suspicious now too. Yeah, and so I'll just like point at Belle and say, so not really pregnant, not really named Dunwillow. And then I like look at the orc and I say, I don't know yet, but you're probably hiding something too, right? <laughs> oh yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Venick will stop <laughs> um, sharpening his hand axe and furrow his brow at, at the orc. Like, was the orc just making a joke just now? Uh, as far as you know, orcs don't joke. Uh, <laughs> Although orcs aren't clean either. And Venick does not have the sense of humor, let's be fair. Yeah, totally. Okay, uh, well, Venick would totally be like, so what are you hiding? You're... what? 
Who? Uh, I'm not hiding. Sorry, caught me off guard. I'm going to sleep with the horses. And he stands up from the fire. No, 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 no. No one's sleeping outside the cave. There is an army encampment just up the road. We need to stay close, stay hidden. Yep. Stay. I'm, I'll be right outside the the main. No, then to the cave. It'll be fine. Then will stand up and and like block the orc's way. Like like he's not letting the orc out of his sight. Uh, my, my friend, my, my friend, uh, I'll be saying this to the orc. Uh, you do understand that uh, it is our imperative to keep you safe. And if you sleep with the horses, well, who knows who might find you? I mean, there might be enemy soldiers or an angry racist ranger. Oh, look at Benick. You never know. Uh, I feel that it would be safer for everyone if you would stay with us. And he says this with no malice, but... Kind of a knowing smile. And Dunwillow raises his hand again. Yes, uh, is it Dunwillow? Bourbon? Okay, sure, Dunwillow, if you say so. Yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, I for one wouldn't mind someone staying with the cart and the horses. Grandfather can do that. He actually doesn't need to sleep, and he's had like three naps today, so. (laughs) 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 He'll wake me up if something comes. That's so good. I will. Oh, okay. I immediately Ramsey looks at uh, Emmy and it just his respect in his face. <laughs> so I mean, he can keep an eye on the orc if he really. Okay. Wants to stay well, how about this? How about I sleep with the uh, the horses? That way, nobody has to worry about anything. I am also, as you can see, covered in uh, metal, and I am the least vulnerable out of all of you. I think that would be the most, uh, how shall we say, uh, reasonable suggestion. I'll look at uh, the rest of the party members, but not really look at uh, the dwarf, the elf, and the orc. That's fine. Grandfather doesn't want to sleep in a cave, though, so he will be. Oh, honest. yes, the grandfather can join me. I, okay. He and I will have fantastic stories to tell one another about our exploits. Do you speak crow? As a spectral crow, let, let's be fair, a spectral raven. I'm sure he's had quite a lot of, uh, how should we say, action? <laughs> Not very talkative, but whatever. Pippa will lay down in the doorway. Well, actually, I would like to see if there's any reaction from Belle uh, for being accused of not actually being pregnant. Uh, She's kind of looking around, hoping the conversation very quickly (laughs) moves away from it. Okay. Her hands are on her belly still. Hmm. Where's the orc's bag? On his back. He's picked it up when he stood up uh, from the fire. So with, yeah, with, with Ramsey saying that he would be the one to, to sleep outside, Venick will um, put his hand on the orc's shoulder in as, f- like, friendly a way as he can muster, but not really, and be like, all right, now that that's all figured out, why don't you sit down, take a load off, stay a while. Uh. <laughs> I'm not a very imaginative fella, but I can uh, I can think of four ways for you to take your hand off my shoulder. I think only one of which allows you to keep it. 
At this, <laughs> at this, um, Ramsey is going to sort of step in and intercede and say, listen, listen, my friends. And he's actually addressing the dwarf, the elf, and the orc at this point. Uh, we know you're not who you say you are. It doesn't really matter to me as far as anything else goes. We know that you're not going to harm anyone else, at least immediately, and you're not here to harm us. Why don't we say that for the evening you trust us not to hurt you and to protect you, and for you not to do the same? Is that too much to ask? Because we are surrounded by a bunch of people who really do want to kill us. See, Narvi, I told you, they just, they just, they don't mind, they don't, I'm just going to get out of here. And you see, like, someone crawling out of his bag, of, of the orc's bag. Venix steps back and he's drawing his hand axe. Uh, s- uh, sir, you don't need to kill me. I'm not a threat. Angus McDonald, boy detective? <laughs> this little halfling girl uh, crawls down the back of the bag and leaps onto the ground. Oh, I say, another friend. Pippa is very happy about this. Venick is in shock. He is, his face is contorted. This is the last thing you would have expected to come out of Theork's bag. And he is speechless, but still has his hand axe drawn. He looks back and forth between the halfling girl and the orc, and he, he just can't process this. Uh, in halfling, Pippa will say to Venick, See? This must just be the most interesting story. And then back to the girl and still in halfling say like, well, what were you doing in an orc's pack? Well, I was hiding because I wasn't sure if you guys were going to try to kill us or not. But I told you, Narvi, I told you. And then I had to be in there all day and it was it was so hot. Was this in halfling or in common? In, in halfling. She okay. just goes on and on and halfling. Yeah, yeah. Girl, are you telling me that you were in there of your own volition? Yeah, no, I climbed in, yeah. I, I, uh, do you speak in halfling, uh, Venick? Yes, I do. Uh-huh. Okay, so basically you're just having a conversation yep. with this new we're party member. Yeah, very rude, okay. sorry. <laughs> oh, no, 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 it's okay. I just, I want to make sure. Yeah, he's my friend. He's really, he's really, I'm, I'm the dagger and he's the shield. Your friend. Tell me what that means, the dagger and the shield. I'll show you. Uh, she takes a, a dagger out of, um, out of like uh, a, a fold in her clothing that you had no idea was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she like tosses it uh, very quickly at a spot in the back of the cave. Uh, and you see that the dagger has skewered one of the scorpions that had kind of crawled out. The hand axe has fallen to Venick's side. He is <laughs> aghast. Well thrown, miss. Ah, oh, thanks. I got really good at it. Does she say that in common? Yeah, she said that in common. Okay. How interesting. What a, what a strange party we've accumulated here tonight. Do you say that in common? Yes, this is in common <laughs> now. Thank you. Uh, Sue, Sue, uh, what it seems like is everyone has something they're hiding, yes? Um... Perhaps we can just agree not to kill one another so long as we're in enemy territory. I 
do so want to do that, Ramsey, darling. I just need a beat on Belle and the not-quite-pregnant belly, because if that's a weapon or some sort of contraband, we need to know before we try to cross a border in a war zone. <laughs> I mean, I did pretend to be pregnant for at least three years during an undercover stint. <laughs> <laughs> Pippa, like, pats Ramsey on the shoulder. Like, well, I guess the arm, because he's so tall and she's so short. And she's like, I'm sure you did, and I'm sure it didn't go as well as you think it did. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I was the belle of the ball at every maternal ceremony. <laughs> yes, dear. He actually will toss, uh, like, <laughs> toss imaginary locks as he says this. But actually, he will look at Belle and it looks as probably should start talking. At this, she stands up very, very slowly. Uh, you see her reach into the folds uh, of her robe. Uh, and she un- undoes a couple buttons uh, Venic then... draws the other hand axe <laughs> and is trying. He has one at the orc and one at the pregnant lady, who's apparently not pregnant. Pippa just goes, "Drama, drama, dear." Uh, and she she removes uh, what what uh, looks to be a small bundle of clothing uh, and just kind of then drops it on the ground. Well, aren't we all being honest tonight? Are we? I'm still waiting, I suppose. Um, should I? Okay, so I'm actually going to ask. Uh, are elves in this particular region, world, generally, are they um, in a higher social standing? Like, what does it look like culturally where the elves are at? Uh, they would certainly think so. Um, there are a lot more um, elves in something like Shubero, uh than down here. These are more the realms of men and and um, elves are not necessarily rare, but their society standing is is less down here. Uh, though they, of course, think of themselves as much higher. Okay. So Ramsey will actually kind of turn a little cold and turn toward Bell and say, Listen, I will extend to you the provisions of the group as far as I have anybody else, but... Be warned, I understand that your kind can be whimsical and flighty at times. If you attempt to harm anyone or flee, please know that I will attempt to stop you. Oh, I'm not going to flee until... And she looks kind of over at Dunwillow. <clears throat> it's getting late. Perhaps we should all go to bed. Oh... During this entire thing, Ebony has, like, already fallen asleep, like, in a far <laughs> corner. Like, close enough to the fire, I'm not going to get sung by the, yeah. like, LSD scorpions. <laughs> yeah. but, That's good, but, because they're really no fun. But I've just fallen asleep during this. Um, yeah, Venek very gradually would have um, put his hand axes down and put them away. Um, he he doesn't like all these all these deceptions that are going on around him, um, but he can't he can't process all this right now. So he'll he'll sit back down, um, and just kind of yeah be seated. He's not doing anything interesting right now. He might be staring at at the orc and the girl now, but with something a bit different than than disdain 
and distrust. Like it's distrust, but it's it's mixed with confusion. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, and and Pippa will just before going to sleep. Last thing, she'll she'll look at between Belle and Dunwillow and say. I'm not one to judge for lying. You can tell I've had my fair share of deceptions in my day, but when we're trying to get across a border, it does kind of worry me that we're not all on the up and up right now. So please just consider that we're all putting our necks out together right now. And then she'll drop it. Indeed. Come Um, on, let her do a persuasion check. What is your deal? <laughs> uh, yeah, sure, you can give me a persuasion check. I'll take that. All right, all right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was really just a parting shot from Pippa. Yeah, but if you want to, no, it's good. See How if it persuades. Not very. Thanks, Adam. <laughs> Thanks, Adam. <laughs> yeah, if you like, hadn't <laughs> wrote it, it could have at least been like narratively. Yeah, like we were on it overnight, and now instead, <laughs> just like fuck Whoops. off, Pippa. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, the night. Uh, you begin to drift off. Each of you. Are you setting a specific watch? Or I will. I will um, go to watch. To... Okay. I will take first watch if grandfather wants to um, basically. Uh, do it with me. Um, I will, however, be outside the mouth of the cave. I'm assuming the horses and the cart are not in the cave. Yes. Yes, there. Uh, the horses and the cart are, are outside, just outside the cave. But yeah. So I will be taking the first watch just outside, um, and uh, I will be staying with the horses and the carts. If anyone else wants to join me, they are more than welcome. I do have some uh, lovely uh, uh, pipe weed for anybody who wants to have a tobacco break. Um. Yeah, I mean Narvi uh, certainly will will take watch. Um, once once uh, the halfling girl is asleep, um, he then steps out of the cave and starts to smoke with you. Then a bit. So I will just ask him one question as we're kind of on watch. I'll say, uh, "Listen, uh, friend, I know that I do not distrust orcs like other people do in this land, um, but you will keep the girl safe, yes?" Well, I have so far, yeah. Good, good. Uh, I will aid in any way possible to make sure that no innocent is hurt. Um, but let, let that be enough for now. Just help me keep watch. And then that'll be that. Oh, yeah. Have any of us asked the orc his name? You heard uh, this halfling girl refer to him as Narvi. Right. Yes, yes. Okay. All right. Would you like a perception check for the watch, Adam? Andy, yeah? Andy, uh, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, give me a perception check. Not great. I'm an old man with cataracts. <laughs> you are, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's not bad. It's it's a nice night. It's crisp. You can see your breath in uh, a little bit of the firelight that escapes the, the cave. Um, Venick would, would probably not be sleeping at all, and he would probably, re- like, go out and... Um, offer to relieve Ramsey of his watch um, relatively early in the okay. night. Okay. Uh, especially because I, I feel like probably Ramsey has relayed to the group what happened at the inn. 
And yeah, since, yeah, totally. Since we know each other, Venick knows that Ramsey needs some rest to uh, recover. The old, his. yes, the old man would. Uh, he will, however, um, as he goes back into the cave, say, "Dear Venick, tr- try not to be too. Uh, how shall we say? Uh, blatantly racist." And then uh, he'll uh, he'll go back into the cave. Venick will start murmuring as you pass him, like, I'm not racist, I just have a troubled past. Well, whatever. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he'll step outside and um, and keep watch. Is, and Narvi's still out there, huh? Yeah, Narvi's still out there. Yeah, um, Venick's not gonna strike up conversation right away or anything, so just picture these two figures standing silently in the night <laughs> I guess alright yeah They're, he's finishing up smoking a bit of the pipe weed left over from Ramsey and you're just not talking at all just kind of staring out into the to the evening air yeah so eventually I'm happy to do a perception check at some point but I don't know what's going on inside the cave if uh, Pippa wants to be doing anything no, I think Pippa would be getting her uh, beauty sleep. She'll take third watch if you want, so that Venet can rest as well. <laughs> but you can, you know, we'll resolve that after. Okay. So, yeah, do you want a perception check for me, Andy? Yeah, give me a perception check, please. Eight. All right. Uh, lots of good perception going on. Uh, nothing <laughs> but the nice crisp hair. The moon has just come out from under a cloud. You can see a bit more of your surroundings um, but that's about it yeah Venick's too distracted by his own racism <laughs> to, uh, <laughs> to be all that perceptive you also you also hear uh, Enmi kind of like mumbling in her sleep then a little bit uh, in, in well in a language that you don't understand two different languages you don't understand well um, and then, and then you hear her sort of raise her voice just a little bit, and she says, "And then I'll become the Raven Queen." Jesus Christ, <laughs> dear Lord! So, I like to imagine that both Venick and Narvi heard the, all of that, and yeah. like, do they make eye contact? <laughs> like, you just both look back to the cave at the same time. <laughs> and kind of as your eyes come back to watching, you just barely blink eyes for a second. And then he says, I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey. Yeah. If I find out you're hiding anything about that girl or that she doesn't want to be with you, I'll kill you. Okay, that's different than what Ramsey said. Let me just <laughs> let me just interject. Venix just saying. Uh, he kind of smiles and he says, "I didn't mind watching her father die." And he steps back in the cave. Hmm. That's Jesus. great. That's just Jesus great. Christ, <laughs> Andy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Venick will uh, sternly follow him into the cave, but he'll go over to uh, Pippa, staring at the orc the whole way, and he will wake Pippa up. All right, uh, the orc you notice um, 
goes over to the halfling girl and, and puts covers up on her shoulder a little bit more. Uh, and then he just slumps down, put his, puts his head on a rock uh, next to her, um, and, and without any covers himself, goes to sleep. As Pippa gets up, she uh, pats Benick on the arm and says, I'll keep an eye on him. Just sleep, okay? We can't have you falling asleep leading us through the woods tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep an eye on him. I will. I think, I think he saw her father die. I think he might have killed him. Maybe your father was an asshole. Go to bed. All right. And I will uh, sit in the doorway as as much in the cave as I can be, but still seeing out to keep my watch. Yeah. All right. I'll give me a perception. Okie dokie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, a crit hit. Hot damn. You're welcome. Wait, um, I'm at, oh, I would wow. like to just a little bit be keeping my ear and eye attuned also to the orc. Um, for, yeah. Per my promise to Venic. Absolutely. Yeah. No, you, you are well aware. There's just something about being in the gloom, in the cave and just kind of underground again. Yeah. That you, you, you just use the cave to enhance your hearing and you just in, in, absorb all the smells around you and you can, you can just sense anything that seems out of the ordinary. Uh, and the only thing you can sense is as, as the trees kind of slope downward, uh, going down from this, this cave, um, downhill from this cave, there's a, uh, a small road in the distance um, but then off that road, far to the left of the road, uh, so to the east of the road, looking because you're kind of looking south, there is a, there's a, a traveling light on. So someone's traveling off the road. You can see. Okay, and this is like deep in the night because I'm third watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And from this distance, it is. You can't tell what it is. You just see a light. And about how distant from us is that? Uh, it's still about four or five miles, probably. Okay. Um, I will very quietly <clears throat> get outside the cave and just put some branches and other kind of cover um, over the horses, the cart, <laughs> sleeping Ramsey, <laughs> just kind of yeah. cover yeah. everyone up a little bit. Make sure <laughs> that the firelight is not visible. Good. Give me a survival check to uh, see how successful that is. Oh, a five. Sounds good. Yeah, you definitely, definitely. cover up stuff to the best of your knowledge. Yeah, I'm so used to caves. I'm just like, how do yeah, I? Like, what branches? You step back for a second. You're like, nailed it. How full is the moon? Uh, it is. It is not quite a full moon, but uh, getting oh, quite a bit of light. Okay. Yeah. All right, and um, then I'll keep an eye on the. Um, on the light and see if it comes towards us at all. And if it starts looking like it's making a line towards us, I'm going to uh, wake Fennec. All right. Um, after about an hour passes and you're keeping track of its trajectory, it seems like it's making a beeline for you, you would say. Okay. Then uh, if like beeline is in, it's starting to move faster too. No, not necessarily faster, but just straight. Okay. Immediate, like just straight um, towards. Okay, 
then uh, yes, I will wake Fennec. Um, there's a light traveler. There's a, coming straight toward us, still a mile or two distant, but uh, it is definitely making its way directly toward this cave. Oh, okay. Let's check it out. Um, okay. at least, yeah. So, I mean, based on our adventuring together, Elise would would mm-hmm. Pippa and Venek have kind of a an established way of handling a situation like this. I feel like it's kind of tough because this might be the first time that we're a big group of people we're trying to protect. Um, yeah. I would actually yeah. like suggest to Venek to wake and me and take her and I'll stay with the group in the cave. Um, and I douse the fire um, because and me has probably gotten the most sleep out of everyone. You also know that Emni can control a shadow raven who That's true. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, might be yeah, useful too. in this dark environment. Yeah. Yeah, Venek will wake Enmi and fill her in. Mysterious light coming our way in the night. Can you send Grandpa? Gramps? Grandfather? Whatever you call it. <laughs> Grandfather. <laughs> and then... You can definitely send him. Uh, as soon as he gets 100 feet away from you, you won't be able to... I know I can't to... see, but he can come back Yes, but then he can come back and stuff. So, Grandfather flies into the cave. All right. Can you can you see through his eyes? For a hundred feet, I can. Yeah, but he'll come back and kind of report to me, and I just speak to him a little bit in a whisper, and then he flies off. Okay. So, Enmi and I—I don't know, Darcy, what you think, but I feel like we would be at least near the mouth of the cave or outside of it, um, in some kind of like stealthy spot. (laughs) Keep in mind, there are a bunch of like large horses who are probably like just sleeping noisily in front of the cave too so and also very badly covered with branches <laughs> yeah, Ven- yeah. venic will see the branches <laughs> um and shake his head and maybe he'll try to improve on that job okay yeah give me a survival check although i mean that might not be really worth it since we know the light's coming straight for us but whatever Ooh, 19? 19? Yeah. Yeah. She, it basically just looked like dirty branches and leaves like on top <laughs> of the things. Not, not covering anything. So you actually start to like kind of hack away some limbs of things and are able to, to really hide uh, to, to the best of your knowledge uh, the cart and the mouth of the cave. And- if Venic was doing that, then Pippa would, uh, like knowing that he's staying with the cave, she would scout ahead a little ways. Um, and hide. And I think that with the glue stalker thing, I can basically yeah. like even things with dark vision can't see me in the dark. Yeah. Uh, why don't you give me a stealth check? Yes, as you go? that is. Yeah. And I, and I guess I guess I'm yeah. If if Pippa is doing that, if there's a way that Venek can can advance out from the cave in a different direction, at least a little bit, um, he'll probably do that. Yeah. Uh, 19 on stealth. That's fine. And then Envy, were you gonna kind of skulk out a, a bit as well, or yeah, were you gonna I, stick by the cave? I, well, I'm waiting. Waiting for grandfather. Grandfather sure. to come yeah. back. So. All right. So Pippa, you feel pretty well hidden. You you can kind of go out, you know, uh, maybe a hundred yards from the cave or so. Um, okay. Quick question: Are you guys checking yes. in with each other or not? Um, I would have like sending stone. Yeah, I would have asked. Um, <clears throat> 
and me to tell me if uh, when as soon as she hears from grandfather, tell me anything she can. Cool. cool. So uh, so grandfather does uh, eventually come back. Uh, he lands on your shoulder and he starts to kind of do his little dance where he bobs his head kind of up and down and and scratches at you a little bit. Okay. Um, this doesn't seem to be a threat, according to grandfather, at least. But can he communicate to me at all? Uh, no, not really, like, not like specifically. Well, yeah, but all you can tell is from his. Can dance. he like pick out the number of like people or? You weapons? can ask him to. Sure. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I do that. For what, what? What specifically? Like the number of, first of all, wagons, or like he horses. taps you once. Okay, and then I ask him how many people. Or... He taps you three times. Okay, so I communicate that guy to, right. to everyone. Or yeah, so three people, I guess, and one wagon, and, and not a threat. Yeah, and also not a that threat. he's not seen it as a threat. Yeah, according to grandfather. <laughs> And Venix watching, are the, is the light still coming straight our direction? Uh, it is. It's now starting to kind of dip uh, in a, a little bit of a ravine um, and behind a large uh, group of trees, so you're starting to lose it. I will scout around staying stealthy to try and keep eyes on it. All right. Um, you're pretty sure after about another hour... Um, it's definitely making its way toward you, but they've turned the light completely off at this point. Mm. Okay. Um, it, how close are about an, You have about another hour until it starts to get light out. Yeah. Okay. And how close am I to them at this point? Uh, how far are you from the cave? Um, well, I was about 100 yards at the first time, and then I said I would kind of move as much as I needed to to st- so I'd be as close as I could still but keeping an eye on them so okay. kind of your call yeah if I had to go like much further than that yeah 150 yards or so okay okay and so how close am I to the group uh you don't really see them at this point at all oh so I lost them yeah after they've turned the light out uh again you could kind of gauge right. their trajectory they're maybe a mile down the road now, if there was okay. a road, which there's not. Um, has enough time passed that um, Ramsey would have gotten like a long rest in? Sure. Yeah, it's it's. Um, you all went to bed at a decent time, so it's been definitely six hours. And as long as he kind of rests for a little bit more, um, he should be good to go. But he doesn't need any more sleep, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Venick would, uh, I think, would wake up Ramsey and let him know that uh, we might have company arriving. All right. So first thing Ramsey is going to do is he's going to... Uh, Cast sleep. Uh, right, right. Uh, <laughs> actually, I'm sorry. I was about to break character. First thing TJ would do is check to see if any of those damn scorpions were close to the fire. But that's TJ. Um, <laughs> so first thing Ramsey is going to do is uh, everybody's sleeping pretty safe and sound. Who's not us? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, then he'll go out. His He will attach a shield to his arm and uh, draw his uh, war hammer at this time. Um, and uh, he'll actually stay 
pretty firmly at the mouth of the cave unless you guys tell him to do something different. That sounds good to me slash Venek. What I'm wondering is if, if Venek would f- would feel the need to wake up the others um, just to have everybody kind of on guard. Um, oh, Ramsey will yell loud enough to wake up the others. <laughs> okay. But, but yeah, that's what I was wondering. If Ramsey does it, then that's fine. All right. Uh, I'm, I'm also assuming that you briefed him on the number of people and that there's a cart. If, um, yeah, so, and me would have told me that, and yeah, I would have, I would have filled you in. And that grandpa did not sense a threat. Is that something that would have come through as well? Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, I don't but, know. But Venek. I trust him, but. Venek doesn't really trust that. So he would have maybe like rolled his eyes when he told you that part. Um, oh, okay. As soon as Pippa can see the cart, um, I would like to fire an arrow from my longbow into the ground in front of the party to try and like surprise them and stop them. Gotcha. Do you want me? Do I see them? Should I roll? You don't, you don't see them yet. Okay. No. <laughs> okay. Okay. It- is anyone else doing anything else? In, in, incidentally, okay. So one last question. If they had yes. told me that there was a cart and three people and grandfather did not sense a threat, could I perhaps investigate some of the bones in the cave and perhaps try and determine if they were like, say, cooked chicken bones? Sure. I assume so. Yeah. Or like just like a cooked animal bones. Yeah. Okay. I'll uh, do an investigation check for that. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. There we go. All right. With a 16, you're investigating the bones. You feel that it it was some sort of animal that must have killed these things. And and it was probably like deer bones or something a little larger than a chicken. But so definitely um, not humans like, say, roasting an animal. Okay, cool. I'll let everybody know that um, it doesn't seem like this cave has been inhabited before from the bones, but that doesn't mean it hasn't been. Um, Andy, are Belle, Dunwillow, Narvi, and the halfling girl awake now? Yes. Yeah, Venick would have, I guess, like gestured to them to just kind of like group together and be ready to to go on a on a moment's notice, I guess. And since Ramsey is probably closest, he would also say that uh, they are to be very quiet and um, that we don't know if what is coming is going to be an issue or not. But uh, for now, it's the best to keep uh, silent. All right. Uh, so you wait a, a little bit. It's starting to get a little lighter out. Um, the, the, the early morning has a, a bit of a mist uh, with it. It's, it's that sort of spitting rain um, that is kind of falling down. Uh, you do see the cart again, then Pippa uh, emerge uh, kind of quickly from a, a, a large uh, group of trees, and you're a little worried that it kind of snuck up on you hmm. like that. So it's, it's, it's still got a little bit of ways to go. Um, it, they're still maybe 200 feet from you or so, um, okay. but definitely within range of your longbow. Okay, then I'll go ahead and fire that uh, warning shot. All right, you fire a warning shot. Uh, the cart and the horse seems to stop. Okay, um, I will, from cover still, if I'm, if, like, I, as much as I can be, I understand, like, maybe I've given away my position. I'll, uh, sure. I'll yell 
um, for them to halt and say, um, let's see, what would I say? <laughs> um, just ask, uh, who, who are you? Where, where are you coming from? Uh, so you're, you're going to have to get closer to them uh, to, to sort of shout. I mean, you can really shout it. I guess. Okay. Yeah, that might be a little. Also, like, where are you? Are you like in a tree? Are you like on the ground? I'd be hiding on the ground, uh, like in cover, as much as like in in, like brush and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I'll wait and see how they react. Then, if I need to get close, I'd like to stay hidden if I can and like watch what they do. All right. Uh, After maybe five minutes, um, the there's two horses. One is pulling the cart. Uh, one, there's a rider on it. You can see now. Uh, they mm-hmm. start up again, and they start moving toward you. Still at a fast pace, or are they moving cautiously? Uh, a little slower, yeah, a okay. little slower. Um, and they're getting into area that are that is has some streams now, kind of crisscrossing. Uh, so they're having to go slower over um, those areas. Okay. And now that I'm like within sight and I can, I've got to, got to beat on them again. Can I like try and figure out like, are they, what are they doing? Why do they seem to be coming towards us? Like any kind of insights I can get on them from that? Yeah. uh, I mean, they're just, it's a cloaked figure and then two cloaked figures in on the cart. Um, Hmm. You really, they're, they're just sort of plodding along now straight toward you. They don't look incredibly anxious. It's hard to tell. Okay. So over the that five minute period, would you have updated the group? Um, if I, I think I can, I mean, they couldn't hear me if I was yelling, so they certainly can't hear me if I'm whispering into my sending stone, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so into my sending stone, yeah. Like what, after I fire the thing while they're kind of waiting, I'll report it back. Like three cloaked figures sent a warning shot. Um, they are continuing toward our position at the cave. So Ramsey will make sure everybody is packed up and ready to move quickly. And at, at the very like, like lip of the mouth of the cave, if you know what I mean, like, like they don't want to be caught in a dead end. Should we say? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I am wondering, I was wondering if we should like, just, just leave fucking leave. Like while Um, dealing with it's, them. It's up to your guys' intelligence. Ramsey will make sure everybody's ready to move, but without orders, he won't move. Uh, Narvi um, has loosed the shield from his back and is uh, facing the back of the cave now. Uh, and he's, he's with his one arm, secured the shield. Uh, and he's uh, he says something like, Venek! So earlier when Pippa explored the cave, what did she see in the back? Uh, nothing. There are some scorpions back there, but... But yeah. no, like, passages or anything? No. Okay. Venek will, uh, will go back to him and say, what? You don't even have to get next to him to realize what he's looking at. Um, uh, the direction of where he was sleeping last night... Um, you see the halfling girl uh, being suspended in midair for a second. Uh. Um, and uh, then you get kind of a 
the the hint of an outline of someone holding her and then both of them disappear Jesus Christ um Narvi says moto 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 and he's starting to kind of look around and try to feel with his shield arm like around the area where she might be um and Ramsey and Enmi just standing outside the cave uh you hear a voice I think you know where she'll be and it's the same voice as that prick from the tab yeah that's what I thought uh and Pippa you see kind of a flash of light uh on the cart uh kind of a bluish light then Mm -hmm. um and all of a sudden you see two more figures Mm -hmm. one very very small okay um Pippa will immediately relay this information via the stone to Venick say flashlight to new people what is happening in the cave yeah Venick will respond letting Pippa know that uh we've got trouble uh okay invisible figure just took the girl and they're gone now do you say invisible figure this is very important yeah I think (laughs) that is what Venick would say based on the description that I got from Andy okay Uh, and I would have relayed that to like I, I, I would have honestly hollered quietly. <laughs> I mean, at this I mean, point, uh, it doesn't matter. But yeah, I hollered out to you and Enmi, like, and 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 Andy, like, I'm trying yeah. to like look at where these, like, like immediately once I saw the girl being like suspended midair, I would have like tried to advance and like grapple the figure the outline that I saw. Right. Yeah. You and Narvi both uh, immediately started to like, like look around and, and, and try to grapple what was there, but there is nothing there anymore. Do, does the voice come from a disembodied place? It does seem to. Yeah. Okay. So that is enough uh, reason for me to activate divine sense. So I know the location of any celestials, fiends, um, or Fey within 60 feet of me, and I also know the type that are not under um, complete cover. All right. Um, you oh, by do... the way, uh, th- yeah. this, this applies to, like, party members, too, just in case. Okay. Uh, you do get the sense of a Fey creature to the north, uh, away from this direction um, of the cart, um, and it's a Darkling. Um, but, yeah. yeah, you don't think you've ever... See, heard of them doing anything like encountered that, one yeah yeah they're not that powerful of things it's a darkling really quick darklings are are little fey creatures they're kind of thin and small and they love the dark um incidentally just because ramsey was wondering about this uh could you whisper um perhaps uh anything else about party members with that with his yeah, uh, you don't sense anyone else like that. No celestials or fiends, perhaps. Nope. <laughs> oh, <laughs> interesting. Which is a little odd because there's an Azamar in the group. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Pippa will send. Uh, I think sending technically is only one person, but assuming that Venick will pass this on, we'll send on my position to Venick. Um, and try and give like a direction for him to follow and say like 120 yards southwest, I guess. 
Southeast? Sure, yeah. yeah, whatever it is. Okay. Um, and then she will um, again shoot an arrow, this time directly into one of the cartwheels. Excellent. Give me an attack roll for that. Yes. And has Ramsey and Enmi relayed to us, or to Venick at least, what they heard? The voice? Yeah. Yeah, uh, Ramsey would have at least. Ooh, with a 24, immediately, yeah, you you hear even a... uh, And at this, again, the carts and everything stops. Um, You see a a robed figure, kind of in these reddish robes, stand up from the cart um, and sort of shout... Come and get her. Bring camp. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did Venek <laughs> hear that? Uh, probably only Pippa heard that at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> um, I'm going to shoot that person who just yelled that. You're gonna shoot that person that just yelled it. All right. The person who the the red the red person the red robed figure who just shouted, "Come and get her and bring Burbage." Um, is it and based on based on Pippa's earlier kind of communication to me? Venick is has left the cave and is running that direction. Um, I also can I like is is this gonna be like a turn? Because I would like to hunter's mark that person. Or I go, go for it. Yeah, hunter's okay. mark them. Okay, I will cast Hunter's Mark. Um, um, that person, and then I will shoot it. Uh, you're well. You're not quite within ninety feet. Sorry, I thought it was more. Oh, uh, okay. Unless you're unless you're running up to them. Yeah, let's see. Ninety feet. That's thirty yards. Yeah. yeah, and how far out was I from them? I mean, like I wasn't. 120 yards from now, I was 120 from the cave. No, so. you were like, yeah, you were like 150 feet uh, at this point. 150, now okay. Moved up a little bit. Yeah, I'll move within range to get the hunter's mark, so just within range, the 90 feet, and then hunter's okay. mark and shoot. Okay. Um, so everyone else uh, is is rushing. Um, did you tell Narvi about this as well? Um... Yeah. He doesn't have a sending stand. Yeah, I would have told him. Okay. Um, all right. Should I attack, or are we going to go into yes, initiative? Yes, why don't you go ahead and attack that? Ooh, not good. All right. It's uh, not a one. It is <laughs> not a one. No. Yeah, uh, so the- 11. So and re-roll. <laughs> yeah, the 11 uh, with the longbow um, is, yeah, not quite going to hit okay. that. Uh, and in we... this, he sort of dives behind the cart then as well. Okay. Um, and you see the members on horses kind of looking around uh, wondering what to do. Um, and Elise, can you see this? Uh, I can. Okay, good. Um, so do you want to kind of wait for people or do you want to rush um, because you don't think they've actually spotted you. Yeah, and they're not moving right now, right? Right, they're not really moving. Okay, like then, and I'm still ninety feet away. Yes. So yes. I will very quietly through the sending stone say they want Burbage. They have, I think they have the girl because, like he said, come and get her and and the small figure. Like I'm putting two yeah. and two together. Okay, they want Burbage. I think they have the girl. 
they're not moving right now. I'm waiting. That's all to, uh, to Venic, and then I'll relay the same thing to both of the other party members via the Sending Stones. The oh, same okay. message three, just bam, bam, bam. Yeah. Excellent. So what does everyone else want to do? Uh, so, Venic, you saw the girl disappear. Did Ram Was Ramsey at a point where he could see the girl disappear? Not not exactly, no. It was really just... It happened very, very quickly, and so it was really only Venic uh, and and Narvi in the cave, and then and me through Grandfather could see it. Since he was... Kind of okay, there. and then we heard that disembodied voice say, what again? Uh, you know where to find her, basically. Uh... Then, all right. Uh, but it was definitely Skybiter. You definitely got the sense, yeah. It was it was that guy. So I will thump my shield with my warhammer very loudly and scream, come and get her! All right. Uh, so you rush in that direction, I assume? Uh, nope, I am holding... Um, I am holding... Uh, sort of um, position. I'll maybe like step out of the mouth of the cave slightly, but okay. um, not very far from any of the group members. All right. So you, you don't uh, even see these people yet, though. Like you, it's not like. No, no, no. Yeah. I, I'm just yelling at this disembodied voice that I hear in my head. <laughs> oh, I see. I see. Okay. I did okay. also uh, send use the sending stone, though, for you, uh, Ramsey, to let you know what I was seeing. Just so you know, you have that yeah, information yeah, yeah. as well. Yes. Okay. So so basically at this point, yeah, I am I am yelling very loudly at disembodied voice and people <laughs> who I don't know where they are. Um. It, oh god I am so torn right now um they want Burbage Venic I mean Venic was already out the cave when when he heard that so as yeah. he's running to join Pippa he would um basically yeah sending stone back to Ramsey like don't let the dwarf go that, that was I don't, didn't mean to use the accent. Didn't mean to use the Burbage voice. The Burbage accent, yeah. No, okay. it's, uh, it's it's you know it's different. It's uh, don't let the dwarf go. Uh, so Ramsey, are you staying behind at the cave? As they so basically, I am staying with the group. Are basically does Venet go tearing into the woods? As does Enmi. It sounds like yeah. As an Enmi, oh uh, god damn it. Uh, are all the party members like alert? Alert? Like basically ready to move? Like not not my party members necessarily, oh, like, like uh, the, Pippa yeah, and Medic, but uh, like no, Bell and and Dunwillow as well uh, have packed up and everything are, are ready to move. Yeah. Uh, Bell says, uh, "Go, I'll, I'll I'll pack up the horse in the the cart." Hmm. Mm. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not going to happen. So Ramsey's going to say, I think not. Either we live or die in this together. And he will actually... Um, how close am I to the cart? Uh, yeah, you're just outside the cave, so right next to the cart. Uh, he will actually... Um, <laughs> I'm not sure how this is going to work, you guys, but uh, you said not to let the dwarf go. He'll slice the reins. On the cart? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you have a couple free horses. All right. Uh, basically, at that point, um, is all their stuff on the cart? Yeah. 
Okay, cool. That's what I want. I'm gonna try and clap the horses on the behind so that they just move a little further into the forest, but not like hit them super. Gotcha. Uh huh. I mean, you could even mount one if you wanted to. <laughs> I could. Yes, I could. I remember what happened last time I tried mounted combat with you, Andy. Um. <laughs> so we're just gonna clap them and let them canter off into the forest. All right. Yeah, you're pretty sure that that's gonna keep the dwarf and the and the elf here like they can't really get away very easily all right fair enough and then uh he'll say by the way you have permission if we die you can take the horses <laughs> sounds good all right all right and then that's that'll be that all right uh so pippa um you can hear now um your party members coming down the hill a bit uh jumping over some of the small streams, mm-hmm. dodging the rocks. Um, they're making a bunch of noise, but they're definitely coming in your direction. Okay. Um, the group has made a little bit more of a defensive stance. Uh, two members are hiding kind of behind horses. Uh, it appears the robed figure and the girl, little girl, are now kind of behind the cart. Um so do you want to, what would you like to do? Yeah, I would like to, um, like hearing that the, the party is coming, like staying in in cover as much as I can, like staying hidden. Um, yeah. I'd like to stealth around, um, I guess, to the, I, I just want to make sure. So if I, if I go like east, um, say over in this direction, can you see my circle? Yep. Okay. Yep. So if I stealth around that way, um, that would probably give me the best angle on the the red robe folk. Yeah, you do think so. Yeah. Okay. Then that's what uh, I would like to. About that time, they'll kind of come down. The party will. Range. By the time I get there, the party will be yeah. here. So you can okay. stealth to uh, see how stealthily you can move that. I. I... Right, with a 24, uh, you're able to dodge in and out of the rocks. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Very quickly go over streams. Um, you feel just one with nature around you. There's no <laughs> way that stock. anyone I'm in the gloom. Yeah. Okay, perfect. You freaking surprise a squirrel. Uh, it <laughs> jumps and flips in the air and then runs up a tree. Okay. Um, um, yeah. As Once I'm hidden, I'm going to... If, if this works for you, it's your call on how you want to do the initiative, of course, yeah. but like hold an arrow for as soon as like the part, the group of enemies are distracted or whatever by um, the crashing of Ramsey into <laughs> um, into the into the their site um, and then fire okay. at the person that I have the hunter's mark on. Excellent. No, I love it. All right. Um, so the rest of you uh, led by Venick. Uh, followed very closely by Narvi, the the orc, um, make your way into this small clearing uh, of of rocks and and uh, st- like crisscrossing streams. And about a hundred feet ahead of you, you see carts and horses and people kind of taking cover. Um, and at that, Pippa, uh, that that sort of. Holds your action if you want to uh, yes. engage like that. That would be fine. Okay, I will fire. Come on, longbow. God. All right, Why? Uh, with, a, with a ten. Uh, Wait, if I'm hidden, on. does it like? It doesn't change. 
Because I'm not a rogue, right? Oh, like, I don't have uh, advantage. They were distracted. They were really distracted by by everyone coming into the area. Uh, I'll, I'll give you advantage on that. So does that mean I get that crit 20? That does mean you get that crit oh. 20. <laughs> totally take oh, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Um, all right, so damage. Yeah, go ahead and roll damage. 15 damage. 15, but I also get the hunter's mark. You do. So roll another d6. Of necrotic. Hmm. Of necrotic. Okay, so 15 piercing and 3 necrotic. Right? I believe. Nothing like a ranger damage output. (laughs) Uh, Give me just a d20 roll, uh, just extra as well, just to see how bad of a critical hit this was. Okay. Oh, a one. Does that's not a re-roll for the halfling lucky? Uh, it's, it's not. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, okay. So it's just it's a cool hit. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> nothing else crazy happens. Um, all right. At this, why don't we go ahead and roll initiative? Twenty-two for Venic. Twenty for Pippa. Oh no. So that is going to be inspiration away. <laughs> That's better. Oh, wow. <laughs> what? Oh, roll twenty. Okay, that went from a, a they went from a crit miss to a crit hit. Uh, so Ramsey, I'm gonna let you go before everyone else, and then we'll start kind of the initiative turn. All uh, right. Again. So uh, Ramsey, where's all these people? So I see horses. Uh, okay, there's some people over there. Fantastic. So Ramsey is going to start singing. Uh, I actually is sheathing a weapon a free action. It is. Yep. So I'm going to sheath a longsword uh, and start uh, gesticulating wildly with my free hand and singing a ribald song. Um, about uh, raunchy lasses with uh, loins all akimbo. And um, <laughs> okay. basically this inspires you all. Wait, did you say uh, loins akimbo? Yeah, lo- loins akimbo. Mm-hmm. Um, so oh, Venic, Pippa, and Enmi, you guys are now blessed. You may roll a uh, 1d4 um, a, before a attack or saving throw and add that to whatever your attack or saving throw is. Cool, thank you. All right. And then I'm going to move 5, 10, 50, 20, 25, 30 out, uh, just bellowing this incredibly ribald song. I love um, it. Also, you probably have seen this before since I probably used it with the rats. Know that if you get too far away from me, um, you might not feel as inspired by these uh, Akimbo Lloyd lyrics. All right. Uh, and go ahead. Uh, yeah. So, um, uh, technically, you had the crit hit. You could go. Let's just, yeah. If you don't mind, I will hold my in. turn. Yeah, I will hold my turn until the rest of my party members go. Um, so, do you need a like uh, reason for me to come out of my turn, or just uh, I'll hop in before end of turn order? That's totally fine. Yeah, just hop in toward end of turn order. And okay, um, I will say yes. That let's do that. All right. Um, okay. I have no weapon in hand, but I am bellowing a song. I have my shield out though. So, all right, all right guys, do be proud. Venny, your turn. Um, so I'm going to move my 30 feet, um, and that should put me within longbow range of this guy. 
Oh, absolutely it does. Longbows yeah. have like a hundred and twenty foot range. Like base range. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's their yeah. Their good range. You get a D four plus any um attack roll. So just know that. Yeah. How does um how do spells work? So if I want to <laughs> So what do you want to do? Maybe cast Oh, I've got Hail of Thorns. That's a reaction if you hit. Yeah. Okay, so if I hit, then I can do that. So basically, you'll make an attack, and if you hit, you can use your reaction to cast the spell. Yeah. And that affects creatures within five feet of my target. All right, what I'm going to do is I'd actually like to do the ensnaring one, and I don't know how that works. Uh, Ensnaring what? Also a reaction. The next time you hit a creature... Okay. Yeah, so that's that's a reaction. Okay, all right, okay. I'm sorry, that's not a... You have to cast that first. So basically, then, it's it's a concentration spell. Yeah. So basically, you're going to be concentrating on it until you hit a creature with it. Okay, let's... Yeah, I, I would like to try that. Um, right, so you cast that. That's a bonus action, I believe. Do I have to click it? No, that's fine. Okay. All right. Yeah, sorry. My first time navigating any of the spell stuff whatsoever. Um... All right, so with that in mind, I will do my longbow attack then on this guy here. All right, he's uh, behind the horse a little bit, so it'll be a little bit of a tricky shot, but hit hit it. Attack. And feel free to add one d4 um, to that. In fact, you should. Yeah, I'll add a d4 to that. So 20. All right, a 20 hits. Do you ensnare? So yeah, um, so that's the longbow damage, and yeah, I'll, I'll do the ensnare. Um, how does that? How do I do that? All right. Uh, it is target must succeed on a strength saving throw or be restrained by magical vines of of thorny, a mass of thorny vines. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, you rolled a four, so yeah, nothing. So while restrained by the spell, the target takes 1d6 piercing damage at the start of each of its turns. Um, a creature restrained by the vines or one that can touch the creature can use its action to make a strength check against my spell safe DC. On the success, the target is freed. All right, so he's restrained, and I think that's my turn. All right, so you just rush down uh, right before this. You get to Ramsey and just immediately fire this arrow that erupts in thorns uh, covering this poor guy. I love it. Uh, All right. They, um, one of the friends is going to come down and try to free his friend from these horrible, horrible thorns. Uh, But roll a three, so no dice. Uh, this one is going to hide further behind his horse. Uh, and then immediately you guys see this guy doing something with the cart. Um, which you now notice has a very large lump in the back covered by some sort of canvas. Goody. Good. Pippa! <laughs> okay, Pippa um, is going to attack the one that still is hunter marked by me. Right. With my longbow. And you get a d4 to that, I believe. 
Yes, excellent. Um, I will probably hit regardless. Not that you need it. <laughs> hey, 25 to hit. 25 definitely hits. Okay, so now I click this and it should get damage, right? 10? Yeah. Um, and then I get to... Uh, oh, the hunter's mark damage. Four. Necrotic. Um, and then I get to roll another attack because of my dread ambusher. Okay. And still plus the d4, right? So 18 to hit. 18 hits. There's the seven piercing. Okay, now this one gets hang on, 1d8 extra damage from my weapon. So plus, so seven plus 11 and still the necrotic damage? Or is that only once per turn? I don't remember. I think mind. that one's only once per turn. Okay, then 11 piercing from the second hit. Gorgeous. Um, with that, uh, the he falls uh, unconscious... Yes. Next to the cart. Okay. Nice. The uh, hooded rogue figure. Okay. Um, Skybiter. The guy that's on his side. Yeah. And More with... like dust biter. <laughs> Ayo. That was the guy who was untying the cart, right? Yeah, that was the guy who's doing something with the cart. Cool. Okay. All right, and me. So I'm going to go my 30 feet, which would put me... Yes. All right. Although, if I do, am I going to hit Narvi if I like? Uh, depends on what you're doing. <laughs> Shit, Narvi. What are you trying to do? Well, I was going to try to do Eldritch Bath. Yeah, that wouldn't necessarily. Hit you Narvi. should be fine, okay. and you get a D4 to accuracy. So, unless you roll a okay. one. Okay. Yeah, go ahead and uh, roll an Eldritch Blast. Oops. Seventeen? Uh seventeen does hit, definitely. And then roll damage. Nice. Eight. Eight is enough. You blast this person who's uh just trying to get thorns off of him. Uh and he just falls dead in, in the pile of thorns and, and, and roots then, that were ensnaring him. What do I roll for Well wait, would grand how far can grandfather go at a time? Uh I believe he can go forty on his flight. Okay, so he's not close enough to do anything, right? Nothing incredibly. But, uh, I think all he can do is kind of... Oh, he's 50 feet flight. Heck yeah. it, people, right? He doesn't really have an attack. It says right... When you look under his thing, it says melee attack. Uh, right there. It does have a one damage With its attack. beak. Yeah. But it has to be right up yeah, within yeah. five feet. So he'll just fly... He can get to about there. Ahead of me. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Do they look threatening now, Grandfather? Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, I was I was about to say, yeah. Right. Gr- grandfather, drop the ball. I'm going to hop in at the end of um, MD's turn. Okay. And Ramsey is going to go... Technically, uh, getting across the stream is 10, 10 feet. Okay, so 5, 10, 15, 20, 25... Yeah, 30, like, can I stand on the bank here? Yeah, yep. It'll be like just rough terrain. Uh, okay, um, so who's up at that little juncture? Uh, you see a couple of these cultist members wearing the red and white swirly mask. Um, and that's it. 
that's <laughs> standing at the moment. Cool. And then la 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 measuring. Beautiful. Hot damn. Okay. So uh, I'm gonna cast sleep again because that's what I do. All right. Classic. Um, centered right here. I think I can do that. Okay. Yes, it's a 30-foot range. So um, anything within 20 feet of that point uh, is going to be affected by these 5d8 that's about to come up. All right. So one, two, three. I like it. Four, five. Don't like that so much. So 16, 18, uh, 21 again. All right. Uh, Both of the cultists fall asleep, and that's it. One of the horses looks really drowsy. And just kind of puts its head down, but doesn't actually go to sleep. Um, not that I want this to be the case, but what about half the girl has? Is she out of range? Oh, she no, she was in range. Wasn't she? Uh, well, he, was, yeah, yeah, but he yeah. could have cast it where she wasn't. Still got everybody. So. Uh, I was gonna say I didn't know. So basically, whatever happens, happens. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. So did she just uh, fall asleep yeah. too? Yep. She just okay. <laughs> cool. All right. Um, that is my turn. Beautiful. Bellowing, raunchy songs all the way. Venek. Or technically, that was... I'm sorry, uh, TJ, you could go again. Yeah, because that, that was, was your like bonus oh. turn, right? Or your... Yeah. Okay, turn. cool. Yep. Okay, so... Uh, does anybody seem like they're awake? You don't see anyone. Nope. All right, so bellowing all the way. One, two, three, four, five, six. So that's 35. Anybody who is not within 30 feet of me anymore, unfortunately, does not get this benefit. So no more. If we move back into 30 feet, we get it again. Uh, I don't believe so because it's a concentration spell and okay. I think like it, once it's broken it doesn't happen but just in case anybody's still within it no, this um, is for you um, actually wait let yeah, me it doesn't, you didn't target other people necessarily with it okay, okay, yeah, area no, of effect, so if we're inside it yeah. it counts yeah 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 okay so your guys are still good as long as I can still see you I believe because um, it is site based Um so yeah, I'm just gonna waltz on up to these horses who are looking drowsy and sing at them. All right. And uh, does it? Can I use my action to search for the uh, young lady, or do I know where she is? You're pretty sure. Yeah, you could feel it even when your spell went off. That that a small person slumped into the stream back here. Into the stream? Well. Yeah. Just say you're drowning the halfling child. <laughs> I'm, I'm not say. doing anything. Uh, okay. So I'm not drowning the halfling child. So that uh, makes me want to double move. One, two, three, four, five. I guess I'll stand at the edge of the cart. Uh, is she in the stream? Uh, she is kind of in the stream. You don't. Is she think, drowning? You don't Only think she's head, underwater? No, no. Okay, cool. Because I, I all I'd be able to do is say she's drowning because I don't have an action because I just double moved. <laughs> so um, no, that is. Uh, yeah. But uh, is everyone else asleep that I can see? Yes, everyone else is asleep. Are you actually on the cart? No, I'm like right at the edge of it. But if you want me to move like here, I can. Yeah, let's go there. Just okay. So I'm going to say in between the lines of my raunchy song, uh, everyone down, and then keep going. Now right. we did see though the. Something on the cart thing, right? Earlier? 
yeah, he was meant. Yeah, he was doing something. I am also a winded okay. old man, so I do not yeah, yeah, yeah. care. Just, just okay, checking so. to make sure that, like, I, like, Pippa would be aware that, like, even if yes, Ramsey yes, yelled this, there might be something on the cart still. Indeed. But uh, that is that. That's my turn. Venic. Uh, so Venic's running forward. I see sleeping figures. Yeah. Yeah, I think that is where I'll end up. Is um, beautiful by the cart down here, and I, I think that's it. my turn. All right. So everyone then sees uh, something fairly disturbing. the uh, The cart kind of moves and shifts just a little bit at first, and then the cloth uh, in the back of the cart just raises up off of the cart maybe nine more feet in the air or so um Ramsey and Venick you get kind of a a, the wafts of a a nasty stench coming from this, this cart and something flings this sort of canvas cloth off of off of it to reveal a horrific monstrosity of a creature uh, pieced together with limbs and bones that are not its. Uh, Are we talking like undead stitching here? It does kind of look like that and it turns to you, Ramsey, and it just goes Come get it, fat boy. <laughs> uh, and it's uh, it's going to then slam down on you from its position on the, on the uh, heart. Okay, you got 19 AC to hit, so. Beautiful. What are all those dice? Oh, no. <laughs> it missed its first one, but it, it just moved you aside so that it could perfectly slam into you with its its second one. Oh dear. That's gonna be uh, 16 damage. Was the second one a crit hit? Yeah. Was. So I will take the 16 like a man and <laughs> uh, uh, and it, it also sunders your shield uh, from you. Um, great. Moment. Uh, so your shield is now lying on the ground next to you in the stream. Cool. Um, I also have to make a concentrate or uh, a constitution uh, check to see if Bless stays up. Yes. So a, a ten or better. Eleven hits. I yes. am still singing. <laughs> so basically, I'm still like it was a maiden fair. Oh god. So um, yeah. Narvi's also making his way uh, around, looking for um, the halfling girl. You believe? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, Pippa. Is this thing a monstrosity? That is my favorite enemy. It happens to be not a monstrosity. Okay. Good, good, good. It is monstrous. It's monstrous, but not a monstrosity. I will use my bonus action to move the hunter's mark onto the creature. Okay. Um, And then I will yell at Ramsey, all clear, huh? And fire another... At the thing, 
I love how this old man has just been ganked. <laughs> yeah. like, hey, motherfucker. Uh, 24 to hit. But that hits, definitely. Yes. Uh, so eight piercing. All right. Um, and I'm going to move five, ten. My movement up. Okay, I'm done. Excellent. All right, and me. I kind of want to move. Hold on. So it'll be 10 feet to get across. Yeah, I know. So does that only count to here then? Yeah, you can get to there on your movement. Okay. Regular movement. So I will do that. Okay. Probably not. Probably want to hit a horse. Well, there's this nasty dude. Oh, there is that guy. Sorry. This nasty boy. I'm kidding about him. (laughs) (laughs) The nasty boy. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, laughing boy here. Except for oh, I forgot the um, Hunter's Mark damage. Oh, go Sorry. ahead. Uh, add that on. That's fine. Six? Does it seem to hurt it? Uh, the Hunter's Mark uh, did some damage to it, yeah. Though though you would notice, um, Pippa, that it didn't hit it. It didn't hurt it quite as much as you would think. Yeah. Okay. So what are you doing? So if I target the big guy... Yes. Will the horse get hit? You don't think so, no. Okay. Unless you missed really badly. And I'm I'm really mean. You are really mean, though. So that doesn't give me much comfort. (laughs) Okay, so I'm going to Eldridge Blast. Trying to get the whatever the... Shoot him in the face. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, 12 hits. Really? Yeah. Ooh, 10. Very nice. nice. All right. Um, and that's my turn. Do you want to move Grandfather? Oh, yes. I'm sorry. Let's move him, I mean, to fly up over the... Well, yeah, I want him to fly up over the big guy. All right. And then he's going to try and peck his eye out. Okay. Well, wait a minute, real quick. Yeah. The cultist, or the guy with the help spiky helmet. Yes. Does that cover his eyes? Uh, a little bit, yeah. Okay, but would I get advantage for him, like, being asleep? Yes. Okay. You think you would wake him up if you pet Oh, him. that's right. Okay, okay, never mind. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we'll go with the... And what do I roll? Or do you roll him? Yeah, I can just roll it. It's a beak attack. Yeah. Oh. Uh, ooh, and a seven doesn't quite do it. Okay. All right. Uh, Captain Ramsey Everhart. All right, Ramsey Everhard of the 5th Infantry Regiment, um, who <laughs> has his shield thundered. Uh, has the shield been knocked off my arm? Yes. Basically? Yeah, laying next uh, to So I will be switching to the versatile action of this, uh, this Warhammer. All right. All right. Um, and uh, I'm going to make a attack against this thing. Um... Does that do it? Nothing? Uh, 11? Uh, yeah, that hits. Yeah. Yep. All right. So as he says, uh, as their thighs were tied in twain, <laughs> and um, and uh, he's going to do that, and then he's going to Divine Smite for an extra 2d8, actually 3d8, because it's undead, or if it is undead, it's 3d8, worth of radiant damage. Yeah. One, two, three. So that's going to be 15 radiant damage and 10 bludgeoning. 
Okay, so so basically then uh, another 13 uh, radiant damage. All right, Venic. I would like to say that uh, hopefully you'll like, just let me retroactively say that I dropped my bow on uh, my last turn. It's a free action. It's a free yeah. action to All drop right, so it's gone. Um, basically, what I want to be able to do this turn is to use both of my hand axes. Do um, it. And, and attack with both of them. So I'll right. move up to him and I will try to attack with both. You get a d4 to both, friend. Yeah, definitely roll that d4 there. With a so thir- 13 hits. Yeah. The first one hits, and I will roll damage on that. Nice. Nice. Offhand, 22. Excellent. I'm assuming that, that hits. hits. Yep. Mm-hmm. Seven. Seven. And with Excellent. my dual wielding my two weapon fighting style my ability modifier did get added to the damage of the second attack which is awesome um and yeah this thing is roaring with rage at this point you're just slicing it up does it seem like it's doing anything yeah it's it's, like you're definitely hurting it yeah whatever it is okay um that is my turn Excellent. All right. Uh, this thing is just roaring with rage. Um, it's going to. Um, I apologize, wife. What? Uh, it's, to me? <laughs> yes. Oh, I thought I it, was like. It's going to uh, try to smack your raven, and it absolutely uh, oh. pops your raven out of existence. Oh no. And there's just a few smoky feathers that fly down. As soon as Five voices you, yell, Grandfather! As soon as you see that happen, you just hear this like blood-curdling like high-pitched screech erupt from me. Alright. Um. Yeah. Uh. And then uh, after it does that, it's going to um try to smack you, Venic. Andy likes to smack. Yes, sir. Andy. I forgot something. I forgot my Colossus Slayer feature. Oh, it is a very large creature. I was well, gonna say. Well, I, honestly, with Colossus Slayer, it doesn't even have to be a large creature. But basically, when I hit a creature with a weapon attack, the creature takes an extra one d eight damage if it's below its hit point maximum. So it if is. it was do below you... its, can I do that retroactively? Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead and roll a, a d eight. Awesome. Uh, Thank you. I <laughs> rolled a one, so that was one extra damage from. All right. Right. We've all been Everything there. Everything counts. Everything counts. All right. Uh, it tried to slam into you, uh, Venic, but it, it just missed, and it started to crack then uh, the side of the cart uh, and breaks a wheel uh, as it, as its forceful fist slams into the ground. <laughs> um, that is enough, you think, to wake up uh, this guy right here, uh, and he's going to try to stand up. So, Venic, you get an opportunity attack if you want. Cool. And then it will be Pippa. All right, so as he's standing up, uh, you just quickly and deftly slash into him with one of your axes. Uh, and that's going to definitely hit him. For, for six, six damage. damage. 
Pippa. I'm up. Okay. Uh, Pippa is going to fire again. Shocking. One trick. <laughs> hey, Gloomstalker, it's a good trick. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, and 11 hits? 11, oh, okay. Perfect. Um, I mean, it is really big and yeah. yowling. Uh, so it's four piercing plus the uh, two for uh, more piercing for the hunter's mark. Sounds good. Um, okay, that's it. All right. And me, grandfather, has just popped out of existence. The last bit of a feather falls toward you in, on the wind, and then it turns to ash in front of your face. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. I'll go ahead and do Eldritch Blast again. Okay. You guy. get a d4. Oh, yeah. And I get a d4. Whoa. Thank you. That's pretty nifty. Right. It's Not that cool. you need it. Anyway. Uh, Eldritch Blast definitely hits. Uh, you have advantage because it destroyed your grandfather. Yep. Um, and you have that advantage for 24 hours against it. Wow. So, yeah. Okay. So I'm just going to roll damage. Yep. Definitely hits that. Seven damage. Very nice. All right. Uh, Ramsey. This thing is just screaming with rage, being chopped up to bits. You do feel, Ramsey, that you've seen a couple times now. Uh, a couple smaller wounds of it have closed. Oh, God. Oh, fantastic. Okay. Um, that's great. Let's see. Does it look like they're being magically healed? It does appear like it's kind of healing a bit, yes. All right, so, well, about that. Uh, is there, okay, uh, I would know that, but Ramsey wouldn't know that. Um, can I make a quick check to see if I've ever seen anything heal like this and what I can do about it? Sure, give me a nature check. All right. Ramsey, you need to smash it more. <laughs> That's the problem. So, it hasn't been smashed enough. So I will uh, basically bellow. It's healing itself. Hit it harder. Um, and um, yeah, I'm gonna hit it with my uh, my warhammer. And actually, I will do a d10 this time because I missed that last time. Actually, wait. No, I should probably roll the attack first. Sorry about that. I would appreciate it. That hits. Two damage? Alright. How is it? Wait. What? It doesn't have the attack bonus on it. Um click click on your Vice Crush Warhammer, like on the name of it, and that'll roll damage for you. So the thing the thing is the Warhammer is actually a versatile weapon and my shield is out of my hand. So it's a D eight oh, with see. one okay. hand and yeah. a D ten with the other. So I can reroll it if you want, but that was a no. D ten and then D ten plus two is gonna be four. Yeah. Yep. I just need to see the bonus on there. Okay. Yeah. Good. Cool. Uh, that is uh, that. Uh, Beautiful. Cool. All right, Venic. I'm still singing, by the way. <laughs> so um, I'm going to cast, um, I guess, my Hunter's Quarry on this guy and then swing at it with my hand axe. 
please do. That hits. All right. Five, Five damage. And then plus. an extra, what is it? A D6. Something? D6? A D6, I believe. Four. My friend, please explain to me how you absolutely <laughs> murder this thing. Give me a picture. So, Venek, at the last moment, way too late in this battle, remembered that he's a hunter (laughs) and a ranger and has this thing called the hunter's quarry. (laughs) And and it struck him like, oh, hey, I should use this because when I saw Pippa do it, it hurt him. Okay, so he... (laughs) So he, he 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 took his his uh, his, his axe, and he uh, actually kind of had to like jump up um, with his strong legs, and like he landed this hand axe like right like square in the middle of this uh, this guy's head, like right in the forehead, and just like crashed it right through the front of his skull. All right. He slumped to the ground on top of the cart, and the rest of the cart gives way and breaks underneath it. Uh, Narvi has rushed over to Moto, who's asleep, and gently lifts her out of the creek. Um, what about the uh, dude who's awake? The, he has uh, gone to his knees and is, has his hands up in front of his face. So are, are we out of initiative order? We are out of combat for the moment. We'll keep initiative in case it dips back in real quick. So I'm going to yell, like, uh, I'm, I'm just going to start, like, running in, and I'm yelling, light that thing on fire, and then uh, I'm going to get next to Ramsey and hit him with a cure. Wounds. Ah. All right, let me know how, uh, how cure wounds you're going to get with a D8. Six plus, I think my spellcasting two let me double check so yes so eight total oh that's the way i like it pippa thank you dear (laughs) i'm using one of my torches to set this thing on fire all right and i and i adam am, am curious about whether this uh this guy in the mask has any response to that uh he actually bends down um, he steps back, but bends down on his knees and begins worshiping the flames themselves. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Um, if Pippa can, I don't know, dab the guy in the red with my short sword. I mean, I think he's like unconscious and prone, and I just want to like finish him off in case. Yeah, he- absolutely. Yeah, if you want to, you can just end him. You think? Yeah, yeah. I'm. Right. I would like to just end him. <laughs> All right. <laughs> smart. That's smart. Yeah. He is absolutely dead. He is ended. He, there is another guy who is asleep still, but um, explain to me what you'd like to do with these remaining cultist members. Uh, leave them, leave them. Uh, if you have any rope, perhaps we should tie them up. Um, but, Meanwhile, uh, Pippa is adding the corpse of the red guy, the red room guy, onto the fire. Burn them all. Oh, no, no, that, that's when you can. Yes. Yeah, the dead ones are getting burned, <laughs> for sure. Venek will pull out the, the paper that one of those cultists gave him. Um, I wonder if Venek ever got a chance to really look at it. He probably wasn't interested. 
but he'll go up. He'll like step over this dead cultist and go up to this one who's awake and 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 put the That's paper in his face. Yeah, and uh, and and growl at him. Who are you? What are you doing? What's this oh, all about? Oh, oh, oh. It's, it's, it's simply the great burning. Uh, uh, we we didn't want to find you. He 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 made us. He forced us. What did he make you do? We gave, we gave you the paper so that we could call upon you later. I fucking for knew it. Information. Oh. He, he made us track you down. We are we are so sorry. We all all we care about is the burning, the great burning of of this world. All right, Venek growls at himself almost and, and crumples up the the paper and st- stuffs it into the the cultist's throat. Yeah. Just trying to make him choke on it. Jesus. <laughs> you see a big smile come across his face, though. <laughs> <laughs> He's into it. <laughs> I deserve this and much, much more. Mm, choke me, daddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. I, how PG is this? No, no. I was, okay, uh, great. <laughs> Ramsey's here. I was going to say, there's no PG. Um <laughs> Um, if, if, so if things seem like they're fine here, Venek is feeling the instinct, like he really feels like getting back to that cave to make sure that the dwarf hasn't left. Oh shit, I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, see, (laughs) that's an Andy trick. Um, and me, did you want to do anything else or are you good? Um. Narvi will start carrying Moto. I'm gonna... Walk over to the oh, what was that guy's name? The guy with the hood, like uh, the Skybiter. Weird, oh, yeah. Skybiter or Windbiter? Bogo Skybiter. Yeah, <laughs> and my favorite. You just, you just see me like lean down and cut off his hand. With okay. The oh, great. Okay. Yeah. And like stick it into my. All right. Pack you put it in your pack or something. All right. I love it. Uh, Ramsey's going to look a little sick and say, a snack for later? And I just say, oh no, it'll tell me something. <laughs> In, so, actually, so Ramsey's actually going to wait. Um, uh, what are Venick and Pippa doing, by the way? Venick's ru- running back to the, toward the cave. Um, Pippa, where are you? I'm still with you. I, I'm not actually in the I'm like with you. Um, I'm going to... Um, suggest to you that you take the horses and I'm going to be binding uh, this other cultist. I'm assuming they're cultists um, with yeah. my rope. I have like, I have a, like a hundred feet of silk rope. So I'm just going to be tying this guy up. The one who's still asleep, which I assume he'll wake up as I'm tying him. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, it does last a minute, but it's like, he's probably like, what? <laughs> um, so Ramsey's going to take the reins of these horses and uh, start to lead them back to camp. Right. He's also going to, um, uh, say to uh, Emni um, in a low voice, you really not ought to lie about being an Aesimal, you know. So, and then, oh, go ahead, go ahead. So, uh, yeah, and then he's just going to keep walking. So, yeah, whatever Emni wants to do. So I'm going to quickly run up and catch you. And are we between these two horses? Like, are we kind sure. of blocked? Yeah, well, we're, we're we're kind of like like walking back to the cave. Everything's and going on. Yeah, I just like suddenly step in front of you, and all of a sudden, you just 
I change and I'm this like really like slender almost to the point of being a tiny bit emaciated figure. I have like light blue hair. I'm completely white and my eyes are completely white. I have no pupils and I have black rings around my eyes. And you just see that for like a couple seconds and then I change back. Would that match like a description of darklings perhaps? Uh, not of darklings, no. Not of um, darklings, okay. Ch- change. Ooh. A changeling though, perhaps. Yes, a changeling. Yeah. Okay. Um, Interesting. Uh, and I, I will. Yeah. Are, are you still in this form as you walk that way? Nope. No. I just change back. I like smile when I'm smirking at you, and then I just change back. <laughs> All right, cool. Venick, uh, you are running uh, up the hill. Um, you get to the top of the hill where the cave is. You see, um, you see something kind of strange. You see Dunwillow on his knees in front of Bell. Okay. Uh, <laughs> is that strange or is it? Just- <laughs> and he says, he says, I, I swear that's all I know. I swear he's, they're probably in, they, they talked about Cliff Mill and they talked to, Diefield is where he's from. I promise. I promise. That's all I know. Uh, and Bell sees you running up. Um, Venick. Um, and uh, she picks up her pack, uh, steps into a circle that's been lined in blue light, written on the ground in ancient runes. Uh, and she says, well, for your sake, you'd better be right. I got you out of town. Thank you for the information. <laughs> and then her backpack looks at you, Venick. Her back. <gasps> and what do you mean it looks? Oh, like it eyes looks pop out? at you, and it oh. says, "Yeah, you friggin' mook, we're out of here." <laughs> oh my god, it's a Brooklyn backpack. <laughs> and then she she whips up in a white flame and disappears. Uh, and just on the wind, you hear sort of a voice, um, and she says, "Call me patience, the patience of Behelin." Oh dear! Oh, oh, holy shit! Dear, dear, dear! And that concludes tonight's episode of the Gabutin Incident. <laughs> if you enjoyed this and are curious to see uh, any more of our streams, please follow us on Twitch, where we are simply Helpful Goat, or subscribe on YouTube at Helpful Goat Gaming. Uh, we're a small independent game design firm. Could really use the support. Uh, if you'd like to know more about us, our streams, our company, or our upcoming projects, you can visit helpfulgoat.com. Follow us on Twitter at helpfulgoat, or check out our Facebook page at helpfulgoat. Thanks so much to everyone for playing tonight, especially Elise and TJ, who are not regulars in Goats and Dragons. Oh my gosh, you guys were amazing! Yay! Yay! Fun. Oh, I love Pippa. I love Randy so much. <laughs> Uh, I would, yeah, maybe someday this group will get together and do something else crazy. Um, totally. But anyway, uh, from all of us, uh, tonight, thank you for watching. Um, we do wish you an excellent evening, uh, and we'll talk to you later. Bye. Good night, everybody. Talk to you later.
This has been Goats and Dragons, presented by Helpful Goat Gaming. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.